1: October 23rd 2023 I am at Joel Pearl and oh my god the lights are out oh my god what could it be now it's just me again I'm sorry oh no it happened again the lights are out oh no it's still me sorry about that uh yeah, yeah welcome to In the weeds I'm at Joel Pearl and of course I've got Jeremy Lambert here and oh my god one more. okay I'm done I'm done I, I promise I'm done this time hi Jeremy Lambert how are you doing this morning I'm well how are you yeah, i'm here you know i'm not gonna do the lights out thing i'm good i did, did it enough times that i've got my w- how'd you turn how'd you turn off the light what'd you click i've got uh i run an obs camera or an obs oh. app. So i got a virtual camera and, and so oh. i got my camera like they do on, on on the wrestling shows oh
2: that makes sense yeah so yeah. that's that's what i do Anyway, busy weekend. What if, I, what if I just click stop cam? Oh, then I get like this Danhausen looking thing. The lights are out, and it's Danhausen. Very
1: nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very 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 nice. Oh, Jeremy's back. <laughs> How
2: can I change my little avatar to like I think, nothing?
1: I think you had to change it in uh, edit name and headline. No, edit. No, no edit audio What's avatar. Settings?
2: Yeah, I got it. I got. I just want like a. Uh, I'll I'll figure this all out. That's fine.
1: I think the, I think I did the Dan Danhausen one. I think I was the one who uploaded that. Anyway, it's not important. Sure. Uh, nah, well, so this, this is this is what we do. It, this is we mess around with the settings on our on our internet connection computers for two hours and maybe talk about wrestling. I don't know. Either way, uh, since you love us so much, go ahead, and leave a thumbs up on the video because that's what you do as well, and subscribe to us here, Pipeful Overbooked. If you haven't told your friends about us yet, what are you waiting for? We are. The only morning show that matters. The only morning show you need. The only morning show that exists in the plane of professional wrestling. Don't tell me that someone else does one because I'll just call you a liar and it's okay. And also, your money's, your money's worth something here. So go ahead, donate a super chat. Any amount gets a question statement read right on the air. And it supports us here at Overbooked, Overbook because guess what? We all need to get paid.
2: I don't get anything from this show. Neither do you, Joel.
1: Neither do I. It's actually quite frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? It's not frustrating because we also get to pay the people who do do stuff for this site, and they do deserve it.
2: I should fire them all and take all the money for ourselves.
1: Yeah, but then we have to fill in for their content. Eh, do we? I do not look good enough to do tag talk.
2: <laughs> That's factual. That's very factual.
1: <laughs> I'm not smart enough to do tag talk. I just, and nothing works for me. Okay, nothing works well enough for me to do it. <laughs>
2: I got a super chat, chat from oh, Chi-Town Town Spurs look at him
1: we love Chi-Town Spurs. Spurs let's get uh, we'll, we'll jump into it because we we're not going to talk about anything else this weekend uh, over the weekend I realized the J.S. Garcia breakup angle is essentially the opening lyrics to the safety dance it's now my favorite thing in wrestling but you can dance if you want to you can leave your friends behind because if your friends don't dance and if they don't dance well they're no friends of mine or you can just go find Ruby Soho and flirt with her on camera and maybe start a love triangle uh, you think Ruby Soho and Angela Parker are going to uh, uh,
2: uh, what is that? What was that sound?
1: I I can't say anything because I wanted to use the 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 bomb. These use the word, but we're like we're, we're three and a half minutes in. So are they going to get together, Ruby Soho and Angela Parker? Are they
2: dating in real life?
3: I was thinking that... about
2: that. I don't know.
3: I don't. I don't know either. Parker
2: is married. Okay. Like I, I like am oh, okay. well, well, apparently... wrong. I have no idea. I I do not keep up with that. Unless they like are married, I don't keep up with because they post if they're they're married and stuff. I don't keep up with who's dating who type of thing. That sounds
1: as they are. So who knows? I'll
2: take his word for it. You know, I don't I don't pay that oh now he's concerned that maybe they're not. (laughs) (laughs) not?
1: This is what I'm saying. Everyone needs to
2: according to Twitter.
1: According to Twitter, legit source Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Source, trust me, bro. Saw it yeah. online. Saw saw it on the show, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah um,
2: I got I got no idea. I don't keep up with like who who is dating who. I only I keep up with marriages because most of them publicize that. So uh, fine. Um but dating, unless they super do public even if they do, I didn't know like Lee Johnson and uh uh Julia Hart were dating for like a year or something, and then they were like engaged. I was like, Oh, okay, that's interesting. Good for them.
1: I don't trust Kate either, Kim. <laughs> I don't trust that. Kate, Kate has given me nothing but bad Intel ever since we started working together. That's just what happens.
2: Yeah. She it says said she's going to do a show and then doesn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, I gotta be, I'll be perfectly transparent. This past Sunday was on me yesterday's show or lack thereof was on me. I feel I got, okay. I, I gotta say it. I, I was going to tweet something about it yesterday but like I'm sorry. I I really 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 do feel bad and I really really do feel like I'm cheating our audience in a way and I feel bad about this because I love doing the show with Kate. Kate and I really do enjoy doing our doing our shows. We're just really tired. <laughs> and really there's there's a bit of mental health to it. There's a bit of just like trying to trying to be A part of this whole thing while not losing our minds and uh yeah we're not we're not stopping but we are a little sporadic and last night was me last night was entirely me because my weekend was just a lot between covering bound for glory and doing the post show and then having my kid at home is obviously on weekends because it's the weekend um and i had a lot of time with them which i love i told jeremy blessing and a curse sometimes but i was i was just done I went to bed, Jeremy, at 9.30 last night, and I woke up at 7. So just to give you an idea of what what I was
2: dealing with yesterday. Joel. Yeah. Here's how you deal with things. You give the kid vodka, okay? You give him vodka.
1: (laughs) You give the kid (laughs) G-Fuel.
2: No, that'll make things worse, (laughs) if anything.
1: True. Yeah. About that. Uh, JJ sent us a super chat as well, by the way. Thank you, JJ. It's good to see you, by the way. And it's been a little. Yeah hello big star jeremy and Joel. well then nothing's changed apparently Wrestling companies come and go but tna is our destiny best booker had to go to scott demore Bound for glory was a tremendous show much love to you and to all thank you jj uh much love to you it's good to see you here and you know what Bound for glory was a great show the tna stuff we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about everything we possibly can but first jeremy we have to make something up for for friday we missed something on friday
2: i don't feel like we missed anything on friday the friday was a tremendous show one of our best shows ever we had over a million viewers and a great number in the demo oh hold on
1: hacked the stream so well that we didn't even get his intro off in time
4: listen to me (laughs) listen to me listen to me this is really serious there's a bigger story here with tna okay hold on I can't be in this room when i talk about it because there's too many microphones we have to go somewhere else hold on there's a much bigger issue here with tna okay yeah. i have to go they know i'm here they know i'm calling into the show okay What's all those white walls andrew zarian has a lot of i'm in my daughter's room i gotta hide here hold on
1: oh my oh, god wow. Are you gonna go
4: under the bed all right? too <laughs> all right listen they can't find out but the, here's the reality okay Russo's coming back. This is all. Oh long. hell okay. yeah! The girls, the girls in the cages are coming back.
1: Well, all right? Up. that one's true because Tasha Steeles is already trying to get a gig as one of the dancers in the cage.
4: It's happening. They know. Oh, did you hear that? They listen. Sex is back. Also, sports, sports, entertainment, machine
2: back. <laughs> oh my god, they're coming after Zarian. Wow, <laughs> sex is getting Zarian. It's about time.
1: Someone has too many kids. Uh, By the way, I've been instructed by the ITW general manager to give the disclaimer. uh, Please tell the audience we do not give our children vodka.
2: uh We'll, we'll oh, make that very that. clear. We'll make that very clear that no, no vodka is given to the children in this house unless you count me as a child. But I don't actually drink. So,
1: but if there's a vodka company out there that would like to sponsor us,
2: I'll drink on air all day. <laughs> I
1: feel like that's the best way to go. <laughs> oh man, and yeah, so yeah, Sunday Sunday shows are Sunday shows are tough, but honestly, we love doing them because it is probably one of the best like times to just talk about wrestling for the sake of talking about it and just going over the week and having fun with it so that's why kate and i do our show on sundays allegedly allegedly (laughs) i know i promise we'll get (laughs) so we won't do it that's right we're gonna put it behind the paywall just to make a point And no one if
2: we do youtube subscriptions or whatever then it, it, we'll make this a paywall only show and then that way uh we'll force them to do it and then joel and kate will feel like they accomplished something by by actually getting paid for that so there maybe that's what we do maybe maybe that's how we get you to actually do this show
1: that's fair no it's not stop it we'll do youtube memberships in the future maybe y'all want that i don't know that's what i'm saying youtube memberships if y'all want it we'll do it but we got to get there first because i we need we need to make the content that makes you want to pay for it that's how we do it you guys want to pay us for content no don't nah, pay us I, anything hey by the way uh you want to talk about some good news about people who showed up on our show and talked about and did, did good stuff mike santana went to greek town wrestling in toronto this weekend and won the damn title which is like fully unexpected at least on my behalf because for the last year plus the champion has been well it's 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 been it's been the same guy <laughs> does it's he have a name it has been channing decker the entire time i was getting to it uh channing decker who uh who was a big part of Greektown Wrestling, and he was holding that belt for a long time. So Mike Santana went in, won the title on Saturday. I was unable to attend, unfortunately, because it was bound for glory the same time I had work to do. No, I like Santana, and we we got on okay, so he wasn't going to beat me up. Wes Barkley was there, another guy who's been on our show. Unfortunately, he should beat you up. He should, but he didn't win the Greektown Cup, so sorry. He made it to the finals, so that's
2: good enough for us. Tasha Steele was on the show and then was not on Bound for Glory. <laughs>
1: so clearly we're the bigger draw is what you're trying to say.
2: That that was unfortunate. I was looking forward to that match. You know, I, I don't like when matches get cut because I, I said this a while ago. Um, I guess it was taped beforehand. That's what Sean reported. Yeah. Like, okay, like when's it going to air? Who won? I assuming they didn't win because otherwise they probably would have shown us highlights or something. They should have showed highlights regardless if they taped it beforehand but you know this goes back to when bailey had that match cut against i uh shotzi bailey and shotzi and bailey did like a bunch of it was in new orleans bailey did like a bunch of local media and stuff and then like she didn't get a chance to wrestle like tasha did not only our show she did a couple other she uh talked to Haley um nerds beyond like so she she did some media for this and then people who maybe saw this interview didn't get to see her. And I think that's, uh, that's kind of unfortunate. I don't like when, when stuff gets cut, especially if it's a pay-per-view and you advertise it and you have the time to do it, but you got to air an eight minute video announcing the return of TNA.
1: Yeah. So, uh, should probably talk about it. I do want to talk about the show as a whole in bits and pieces, but let's just, let's, let's dive into that. So, we're going into the uh, to the main event, and I'm thinking to myself, hmm, normally going into the main event, that's when e- Impact would announce the next event, the next pay-per-view, the next big show. They would give you the date. they give you the location and all that stuff. Get you excited, and then do the main event. Get everyone hot. They didn't do that. They went right to the main event between Alex Shelley and Josh Alexander for the Impact World Championship. Great match, by the way. Uh, and then they finish the match, and they go to black, and they do the Marvel ending, where they come back, and we get an eight-minute video well shot well put together it was really well done uh, a bunch of
2: well, broke kayfabe like 100 just broke kayfabe
1: <laughs> it, it did because everyone in the ring were like we just wrestled each other and beat the up to each other for the last three and a half hours for your enjoyment but here we are buddies of tna <laughs> anyway they uh yeah so so a bunch of groups Motor City Machine Guns are there, Alicia's is there, Rosemary's putting on her makeup in a separate room that you don't see, the Edwards's his, his, his are there, Kazarian's there, basically a lot of like either hardcore TNA fans like Josh Alexander who's in the video or TNA Originals slash have been with the company for a very long time uh, were in the video and it ends with a big box being dropped on the floor And Josh Alexander opens the box. There's a lot of preposition of just like, you know, we we can't run from our past anymore. I still hear it. And And they open the box and, you know, the colors of TNA come flying out and the memories too. And then it's TNA, we're back. And then they announce Hard to Kill. That's basically going to be the TNA rebrand. They're going to have the pay-per-view in Vegas on January 13th, which surprised some people, myself included, uh, because some people were expecting later and I think Battle in the Valley. Is that weekend as well? It's the same day. It's the same day. So, the, yeah. and that's also <laughs> th- that's not Vegas. They're in San Jose for Battle yeah. in the Valley. So they're they're close to each other. They are state adjacent, uh, but they're running the Pearl in the Palms Casino, and that's happening. And the rebrand is there. Looking at the impact spoilers, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give any because we'll have them on the website eventually. But uh, it now. looks like they're. Oh, are they? So they're up now. If you're interested, you can go and take a look over on FIFO.com. Um, Some of the results and some of the stuff coming up is uh, is pretty interesting. And it's going to get some eyes on Hard to Kill, especially if uh, one, one of the bigger moments from the tapings ends up being an actual match. So yeah, that's where we're at. TNA is back, Jeremy. How would you feel when you saw that video and got the initial like, oh, this is happening?
2: well they said earlier in the show like we have a special announcement for hard to kill and so you're thinking okay well what is this going to be type of thing um and then they even reference hard to kill jordan gray she won the call your shot goblin. she's like i'm calling my shot hard to kill i I want my title shot moose is like i'm cashing in my briefcase hard to kill so we got the top two matches basically set for hard to kill already there's yeah there's a third match that's potentially going to happen that was in the spoilers if anybody wants to see that um as the video was going on, there were you know, there was like the weird like cut ins that like with the TNA logo and stuff. And so like I thought as the video was airing, I was like, oh, they're going to go back to TNA. Like, why are they doing it like this if this is not what the announcement is? And sure enough, that was the announcement. I thought it was cool. Like I the, the TNA name, I, people made fun of it at the time. And then... um you know, it, it was like, oh, the reference to tits and ass, so we can't do this. Like that name stuck around forever, and no one cared after like the first couple of weeks with everything. Uh, once, especially once like Russo was gone and everything, I hated the Impact name because your damn show's name Impact. So I'm like, Impact Wrestling presents Impact. Is that what we're doing? And so like writing it always felt weird. Of I, I didn't like it. I don't like don't don't call your your show name what the name of the company. Is. it was annoying um so i i like the the tna wrestling name i he, here's my, my biggest kind of thing is earlier in the night in the the pre-show mike Taney and don west went into the hall of fame right they used the cross the line theme for tonight, which ruled uh love that theme yeah everybody doing what everybody doing everybody doing the same thing i be doing what i be doing i be doing my thing
1: I love great that you lyrics. know the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that song rules. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I get it. I do. <laughs> I didn't expect you to bust them out.
2: <laughs> that song is great. Uh, they got to bring that back. Like, when I heard it with Tanae, I was like, oh, let's go. So, like, when Tanae, uh, Don West, I'm, I'm going to use Don West as the biggest example here. Don West, when he first started, what, we, when we had Gary Kidney on the show, we talked about, like, how, yeah, fans, they even referenced it. In the uh today referenced it like in his speech, and they referenced it in the video package. Everything's like people didn't like Don West, like oh, what's this non wrestling fan doing, like calling wrestling, blah 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 blah. Like they didn't like Don West, and then as the years passed, there became a big appreciation for Don West, and now he's like revered by wrestling fans. Of like oh, Don West, the enthusiasm was great. Imagine if he was around nowadays, all the viral moments that he would call and all this stuff, like. It, Everyone uh, loved, loves Don West. Now I feel the same thing about TNA. Is like, oh, we didn't really like it. Hey, the name was terrible. TNA has this bad stigma. Blah blah blah. But like, as the years have gone on, and his Impact Impact has like grown in reputation under the Scott Demore regime, people are like, oh yeah, TNA that was great. X Division, Six Sided Ring, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, all this stuff. Like, they had great matches, Abyss, and all of this stuff. Like, they thought it was it was good. And then so now bringing it back makes sense because now we've hit the nostalgia point with TNA and TNA wrestling to where people are just going to think TNA wrestling was great and we should bring it back. It's so much easier to chant as well. I always say this. I I think I said this on spot. Maybe it's the show. I don't know. But like you need the three letters, right? Like you, you want to chant TNA, TNA. Like you need the three letters. That's like ITW. It was this show when we were talking about different yeah. names and yeah. stuff. We're like, no, it's gotta be three letters so people can chant it. You gotta have the three letters so people can chant. Like impact, you can't chant. What do you chant? IW? Impact wrestling. I guess chant that t- but like no one <laughs> did. No one chanted that though. Everyone wants to chant TNA. So I'm I'm for it. I see some people are mad of like what does this accomplish? What does this mean? Man, it, it's vibes, right? Like just, just good, good vibes out there. Everybody, people like TNA. It, it's a good nostalgia pop. Let them, let them have fun. With it.
1: it's really interesting because there is a, there's a line. Uh, there's almost like a line of demarcation. That you got to cross.
2: Pardon? That you got to cross.
1: No, we're not doing that. Stop. Yeah, cross the line. Stop. Stop crossing the line. Some people, they know TNA from the LOL TNA days. They know. They know the the Bischoff Hogan and Beyond days. The stuff that. Just wasn't good. The, the the global force, you know, amalgamation attempts. That's how they know TNA because that's maybe when they started watching. Maybe that's when they were um, kind of paying attention to it, which is unfortunate. But TNA had a very, very strong product in its own world from, you know, 2004 until 2002, if you count the, the pay-per-view days. But like Impact just it either way like the the company had such a long string of good stuff happening and then it got overshadowed by a lot of garbage which is unfortunate um you can you can make a similar claim to what happened with aew for a little while with the you know we talked about it on Friday the backstage news overpowered the actual on-screen products and as a result the show just didn't feel the same the, the bloom was off the rose the honeymoon period was over I'm not saying tna's honeymoon period was like 10 years long but people started kind of feeling a certain way about tna and they couldn't kick it uh you know they couldn't kick it the backstage stuff versus what was going on tv and the tv stuff wasn't that great to begin with. so anyway regardless um it's good to see it back it's good to see tna back gary kidney's been posting so much stuff Stuff since then, including I like
2: dream for Gary Kidney. <laughs> he
1: is, he's on Cloud9. He's talking about like this is the most liked impact tweet of all time. That's uh the the impressions are wild. Like, there are they at three, they're almost at three million views on this video from from the end of Bound for Glory. They're over twenty two thousand likes. This is just on on Twitter. Like, that doesn't include the impressions on Instagram and elsewhere. There's there's a lot of buzz about this. This is mostly positive news. And I think this is the big the big thing that TNA is going to have to do, or Impact. There's still Impact until January 1st, let's say. The big thing that- January 13th.
2: 13th, is- it's hard to kill is the official- like, That's the launch. Brand. That's yeah. the- uh,
1: and By the way, as someone who covers Impact for, 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 for Fightful, the next few months might be the biggest slog after the Chicago tapings. <laughs> Put it like that. But either way, they have the opportunity, and honestly, kind of the prerogative should be to make sure that the fans who feel like the TNA rebrand was a bad idea, they got to change a lot of minds with a very strong presentation right off the bat. People are going to love it. Listen, the TNA diehards, they're going to love it right off the bat. They already do. They're already excited. But the people who have been bitching about it, they got to they change some minds. I'm not saying everyone, but they got to
2: work on changing some minds. The people who are bitching about it probably don't watch it anyway. I The, the people who... who bitch about this stuff. Let's be honest about where impact is in, in the place. They did under a hundred thousand views, the viewers, for this bound for glory go home show. People like to bad faith impact stuff and they don't Okay. You're want
1: to
2: back. Okay. Good. Maybe? No, yes. Maybe? Yeah. No? Yeah, I think you're back. All you're right. Good. The people bitching about it probably don't watch it. I don't see – the people I've seen bitching about it, I've never seen tweet warning about Impact Wrestling. Never. i, I never see. I maybe they'll, they'll comment on a match or something. Or like a. I don't see them ever tweet about the weekly product or anything like that. So I feel like most of the people who are complaining about this don't actually care and aren't watching anyway.
1: That's fair, I get it. Like I, I agree. And again, I, on a Thursday night, I'm not getting much, you know, engagement from TNA or Impact stuff. Like I'm just not, and I cover it. So I kind of understand. Uh, he, he's sitting backstage, so I guess. I Do you want to play the video again?
3: Yeah, as you could
4: see. As you can see, they're going after Jeremy now.
2: Yes, yeah. It's, it's a you, bad faith people powerful. are coming after me.
4: <laughs> it's bad faith people. Yeah. I, I just wanted—I wanted to touch on a little seriousness here with TNA. Um, I, I think the biggest problem that they ever that, that they had was that they were looked at as an extension of WCW because the entire—I mean, when when it launched in two thousand and two, that's all it was. It was Buff Bagwell and Disco and. Scott Steiner, well, not uh, Scott Hall, uh, Jarrett. You know, there was such a negative perception of what WCW was, and those guys that were all there uh, at that at the same time. And also, remember what was it? W What was the uh, the Hogan thing that they attempted to to create TNA multiple times before it was TNA?
1: Well, they did the band.
4: That was they late. did what?
1: The NWO ripoff was the band.
4: No, no, no. Do you? No, I'm. I'm saying before TNA happened. What was the the oh. other TNAS that were there? Do you remember?
2: Hogan did like that reality show that he yeah, was gonna yeah. turn into a whole company type of thing. That Dennis Rodman won because of course.
4: Dennis no, Rodman Hogan. Hogan won. did. Well, was it Hogan's or was it? No, I think it was Jimmy Hart. Right. It was. It was one of the nasty boys and Jimmy Hart.
1: Yeah, they were out of Florida, and oh god.
2: They did Wrestlelicious. That wasn't trying to be anything. No, what
4: was it? WXW or something Uh, like that. XWF? XWF. XWF, yeah. Yeah. And then there was like another one before that. There was another one before that.
1: The XWF was was that one because Jimmy was trying to get Hogan to do appearances there. It was was based in Florida.
4: Yeah, okay. So that's the one. And I, I think it was just mostly perception. Even in the early days, you had some great wrestling in TNA. You know, but when you fill it up with, you know, your big, the biggest, hottest story, there was Ken Shamrock and, and, uh, uh, it was Shamrock. It was truth, right? Scott Hall was involved. It was a very bizarre time for wrestling, but I mean, a 2004 era, like you guys said, was unbelievable. That X division stuff and nobody was doing wrestling like that, but unfortunately they never got that stink off of WCW. If you're talking about a rebranding now, you know, nostalgia is always, it works until it doesn't. But I think if they were to rebrand as TNA right now, you know, Joel, you're doing a TNA show. You do an impact show every week, right? Yes, I do. There aren't, but there's an interest level that's growing now in that company.
2: What does innovation sound like? It sounds
5: like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.
1: So yes and no. I think that their social media has grown and they're doing the right things. But I think the weekly show... It's not at the level that it was most recently in, in 2021 when Kenny had the uh, had the Impact title and AEW was doing some crossover work. That was like the last big Impact run. And we weren't even doing a post show at that point. We just got to a point where people were asking Sean Weekly, hey, are we going to do a Fightful Impact post show? Because Impact fans are diehard, which I yeah. totally understand. Um, and, and it's great because I've said it to Crest on our post show a million times. One of the best things about Impact Wrestling is just that... The vibes are good. People aren't, you know, shitting on Impact at every turn. There are, listen, it's not a perfect show, but like at least the people who are commenting on Impact are the ones who are also giving constructive criticism and are trying to think of other ideas that would make sense or make it entertaining, and not being like, "Oh, this sucks," is the worst company in the world and stuff like that. So yeah. the Impact stuff kind of it, it works because the vibes are good.
4: It, it's interesting, even when it was bad. You know, like even even that. Uh, at its worst, it's interesting how you perceive it as bad, right? Like it's there's a lot of bad in wrestling, but it was for a lot of people there was no chance they could ever become anything because of that WCW connection to it. You know, they lean so heavy on, on on trying to find that audience that no longer existed.
2: It didn't help when you know Jeff Jarrett's taking up the main event scene, and when they do their first pay per views, it's like as uh, Joel said, "Here's the band." uh and yeah. here's scott okay. hall kevin nash with jeff jarrett and we're just gonna recreate the nwo type thing they lean too heavily on the wcw nostalgia stuff and so people are yeah. just like yeah we don't really want to see this because the stuff everyone praised was the X Division stuff it's like oh this is something different than wwe that we don't yeah. see this anywhere else and then roh popped up and be, became roh but you know they weren't mainstream or on a national TV deal. And then when, you know, Hogan comes in, they try to recreate the Monday night wars or anything. And that was a complete failure, but they, they tried to lean too heavy on WCW stuff when they were presented as an alternative. I think that's when they became the most viable. That's when they had kind of the most attention. it's like, Oh yeah. Especially again, X division stuff. We are wrestling, right? That was the, uh, that was the, the big tagline that they had. And it's like, yeah, when they leaned into that, people were into it.
4: I, I just never liked the ring. I never liked the six-sided ring. Not for me. It
2: ain't coming back, so it doesn't. It ain't matter. coming
4: back. Thank God. It should. Yeah, no. it, it never did it. It was. It was. It, I, they were too big. You know, like okay, it's fine when you got a guy that's like five foot eight in the ring, but and then you put in like a Kevin Nash, and you look at it you're like this is this is obscene. He's too big for this place. They got to bring the the six
2: sides back. Our ring has six sides. We gotta, yeah, we gotta well,
4: two it two more sides than everybody else. No, but yeah. I'm glad, you know, and, and something that people people need to consider also. This is good for wrestling. If they're if they're able to grow more and able to make some more money and get some better talent, you know, everything is a feeder. You know, Impact will never be at AEW's level. It won't be at WWE's level. It doesn't need to be. If if you have talent, they're getting paid something better than what they would get on the indies and you could grow on television and that feeds the other companies. I think everybody should look at this as a win-win. You have another viable, uh, you know, either a, I want to, I want to reinvent myself territory, or I have an up and coming guy territory that I could see how well the- speedball, Mike Bailey, right? He's unbelievable. He's fantastic. A lot of people, you know, they know him from the indies, but if it wasn't for that, they, they know him from, they know him from impact. And he's great.
1: There's also – there's another thing with Impact that I think a lot of people don't recognize when it comes to Impact, and it's the fact that they have weekly TV, yes. They have pay-per-views and Impact specials, yes. They also only have you – if you're contracted talent, you're only working there two, maybe three times a month, and that mm-hmm. is largely beneficial if you're the type of talent who – values having a lot of time to work independence or maybe you're just not at the level to be a full-time contracted televised weekly whatever like this is a great stepping stone always has been because the 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 expectations and the time limit that the time expectations are so small that you just have yeah. to make a weekend a month and you're good
4: yeah i think it's great i think it's, you know we'll see what happens I, I they'll get an initial big pop because of the nostalgia thing it I, depends how much they lead into it but you know, it's a viable and, he, and the, the quote was right. You know, people do chant TNA and your show's name is Impact and your and and your brand is Impact. You know, what does Impact mean? So, I mean, everybody made fun of the name, but it's still around 22 years later. Hard to kill. Yeah. Hard to kill. Hard to kill. Hard Honestly, to kill.
1: They've written their obituary a billion times. I've yeah. I've listened to every single "This Is It" conversation about TNA, and now like I'm listening to five year back audio from from different sources at different uh, di- different companies, and I'm just like, man, they were doing it then because this was the time, right as Anthem was like maybe there and then not there, and then there was all the payment issues. Uh, man, that this was a time, and they're doing it. We're doing it five years later. We're back on it, not on the not on the writing the writing their obituaries but instead we're we're trying to bring it back
4: jeremy are we uh wrestling is dead are we are we good for tomorrow
2: i have no idea i don't know what any schedule is nowadays i'll probably message you i gotta check with jensen and then uh, I, i think we i think we had someone booked i have no idea just keep Keep next week open, Zary. Okay, next
4: week. You know what? Let's do yeah. that. Next week, next week, okay. wide open. Perfect. Yeah. We've tried to get Zarian
2: to to here. We've tried to get Zarian on spotlight for like this month. I think. I know. And it's been always something. I the worst month. He's either had something come up or like impact and uh, not impact. Uh, AW and NXT were running on Tuesday. I was like, hey, I gotta like watch and cover this. So I can't do it. You can't do Wednesday. So it's been a. Uh, it's been, it's been. We've been playing a game of a stream yard tag here to try to get it's this been, It's done.
4: been a rough couple of weeks, but I'm I, glad you're I think alive. I'm yeah, glad I'm
2: alive. you're alive. Yeah. You know, yeah, last week when we talked, yeah, I was worried about you. Your death.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was happening. It was close. <laughs> your <death> was happening, <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm here. I'm still here on this planet.
2: Don't oh, say
1: that. Listen, but, uh, man, yeah. that potato goes a long way to helping your well-being. Uh,
4: that I I I I that man did something to me. I have visions now it, it was, it's, it's almost approaching a year. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's now 2020. It's almost, it's no 2019. It was like 10, October of 2019 when it happened.
1: Wow. Here we are. You're yeah. And here still. we are. Uh, hey, yeah. By the way, you using your powers of premonition. Uh, what's going on with the final battle got, is it a different place than we all thought it would be?
4: Um, so the, it's bizarre to me because I was always told the twenty ninth for something, and then I was told the thirtieth. and then Mike Johnson also was told the thirtieth. So I have no idea now. Maybe they pulled back. Maybe this was something they were planning on doing. I never thought it was a great idea to run the thirtieth mm-hmm. the day before Christmas Eve, you know, potentially in New York, um, one of the venues that i I had heard was the Coliseum
1: what the, the the
4: what the nassau coliseum oh, the nassau oh.
1: coliseum i was for like an ROH show
4: that's no 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 for for an AEW show oh okay.
1: okay
4: yeah i never i never was specifically told that this show was a ring of honor one i think it was a lot of assumption because it was scheduled for a friday and it's in december so it was like well it has to be ring of honor when i reached out to someone in AEW they kind of were like well you know uh we consider ring of honor pay-per-views canon, So it's part of our pay-per-view schedule. Right. So I was like, okay, well then it kind of makes sense that it could be ring of honor, but, uh, the 30th, I haven't been told no, but you know, who knows? It's still possible. They could run something on the 30th. I mean, that venue open. I don't know why they would. And the ve- that venue was open because Billy Joel has the night after he's doing new year's Eve there.
1: That NASA
4: at NASA Coliseum. Yeah. He's doing new year's Eve.
1: Well, how did he, okay. Now we got to go into Billy Joel lore. He stopped doing the MSG residency. No, no, he's still doing MSG. Why isn't he doing MSG on new year's Eve with a big massive, my friends and I show.
4: I think he does. I think he did it last year too. He did the uh, new year's Eve show at Nassau Coliseum.
1: I, okay. I guess I, it's but, long Island because
4: it's long Island. Long
1: Island. That makes sense. That makes you know?
4: Sense. Yeah. And he's, he's a, he's a good long Island boy.
1: He is God. I gotta go to his show.
4: You know, just, just happen to run into a couple of people's homes with his car in the '90s, but that's okay. It happens. Listen, if Billy Joel's not crashing through your front lawn, you don't live on Long Island. Also,
1: like hit song material, right there. You may be right. I may yeah. be crazy.
4: I may be crazy. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his. Look at this. Hey, there you go. Love Glass it. Houses. Yeah. Fantastic album. That's a great uh, one. so. I listen, Billy. You know, I, I think they could do something cool with MJF. He can say Billy's performing tomorrow night, but I'll sing, you know, he does a Billy Joel song. That crowd will eat it up.
1: Jericho's going to get Fozzie on the bill to open for Billy Joel.
4: Fozzie will be on the bill for <laughs> Billy Joel at the Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> Again, I'm not confirming this. I don't know. I'm. I, this is a lot of, you know, stuff in the air.
1: Yeah, no, this is what we do here. We recklessly recklessly speculate until we get it right. Yeah. Yeah. We're
2: going to take, yeah, that, we're gonna take all here. this clip and, and pretend like you yeah. actually said it. And well, I mean, you did say it, but we're going to pretend it's I, all. I did legit. say it.
4: Yeah. 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 But you know what? <laughs> you, you wouldn't be the first one. Somebody <laughs> was it with you, Joel? Were you on the show? When I said I was speculating that I want to see Bill Goldberg and Steve Austin at a WrestleMania main event. And then one of the, uh wonderful uh, news publications ran with the story that Andrew Zarian said that Bill Goldberg is uh wrestling Steve Austin at Wrestlemania
1: so I very much remember the story I don't remember if that was an episode that you and I were on together
4: but I remember it drove me to madness that drove me to madness because I was so explicit on how I am not reporting this and this is all speculation and I'm playing a game here but yet
2: Andrew I mean, didn't like you guys, I, I say you guys isn't just the observer. Apparently, uploaded an a year ago episode uh, over the weekend, and people were running with that like it was new. And it's like, yeah, this was an episode from a year ago. Did you did you see this, Joel? No, no, no. What, 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 what did they, they do? do? Okay, so uh, apparently the observer uh, uploaded a, a, an observer live episode or uh, wrestling observer radio, whatever. Dave and Brian. Uh, from a year ago where they were talking like, oh yeah, AEW is negotiating a contract buyout with CM Punk. Oh, Jericho, uh, his contract like might be coming up. Type does it really thing. happen? Yeah. Yeah. It, they, Brian, whoever uploads the episode. I don't know who, um, I'll, I'll say Brian, but I don't know if it's actually him.
4: I don't whoever, believe Brian whoever, does any of it. No.
2: Okay. Somebody uploaded an episode from October, I guess, 21st, 2022. Got it, it. Went out. And then, uh, some news sites listened to it and took the news from it. So they one of the news pieces was AEW and CM Punk negotiating contract buyout. Obviously, in 2022, this was a thing because All Out uh, brawl out had just happened and whatnot. Punk and not returned, but they ran with that story, not realizing it was an episode from a year ago and not from today. And yeah. then they ran something on like Jericho's contract, where Jericho just resigned a big contract at that time last year. At this time last year.
4: I guess so I you know what it could have been it it very well could have been Brian because you know they record that show at like two in the morning yeah Dave Dave had some very odd hours because he has to consume all the wrestling and all the writing so they they record when Dave's available and it could have been just like you know (laughs) he looked up the wrong number or he read they labeled the file wrong you know it's always possible
2: can we bury Brian Rose? We'll we'll blame Brian Rose.
4: Yeah, I, I blame Brian Rose for everything.
2: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just say it's his
4: fault. Yeah, it I, I. It's funny. Like everybody over there, like people are like, oh yeah, your boss Dave Meltzer. I'm like, like it, 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 it's it's not like that over there. Dave doesn't Dave doesn't have like meetings with everybody, like talking about you know what we're doing this week. You yeah. know, it's a very uh, Dave just yeah, does they, his thing.
2: Dave has Dave has no idea. He's probably sending parry parrier kitchen, uh a carrier pigeon to to get the, the meetings going over here. Well, He's yeah. still using fax yeah. machines, Dave. He makes us he makes
4: us all write one page of the observer. That that's part of our <laughs> weekly duty.
1: What is this, the torch? What are you doing? One
4: <laughs> Yeah, he makes us run one page. Everybody, everybody involved, even the fans, everybody has to write one page. That's how you get to like sixty thousand words.
1: Everyone, well, there's an obituary, it's not Dave writing it; it's ChatGPT and Dave
4: and the fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I it, it's it happens. Listen, I what I, I think I did that once too. I uploaded the wrong show uh, for Wrestling Observer Live, and it was like from like two, like two years prior. I'm talking about you know John Cena wrestling, and he had not wrestled in like a year and a half.
2: I uploaded an episode of after the bell on uh one of the feeds uh, so i think i was supposed to upload spotlight the audio and i misclicked the audio file and i uploaded after the bell and somebody messaged me and it's just like you sound a lot like Corey graves on spotlight today (laughs) i was like (laughs) what i was like oh i just i just misclicked after the bell was probably the last podcast that i downloaded and i just misclicked it and uploaded the the wrong one so it happens but no one is taking the news. Hey, look! You want to take a Corey Graves said on the spotlight all of this stuff. Great, go for it. Give us some credit there. But you know, no one's taking news from a year ago because we uploaded the wrong episode.
4: Yeah, yeah. All right, boys. Time for me to go to uh, get on my choo-choo train and head to my office.
2: Bye, Andrew Zarian. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, buddy. Bye, boys. Be safe. Be Bye. safe out
4: there as S.E.X. comes to get you. That's right. Uh, SEX is coming back. Who was in SEX? It was Russo. It was the Harris boys, right? Oh, I don't even remember anymore. Ron and yeah. Don.
1: Yeah, they, they, they then bailed out TNA. Joel,
2: for- Joel, Joel, yeah. why don't you Google <laughs> SEX TNA really- and see what pops yeah. up?
4: yeah
1: <laughs> that's the problem i know better than the sports <laughs> entertainment extreme you got to put
4: the periods you got to put the periods no
1: that's yeah. not so much better members are you ready for this Andrews zarian yeah vince russo bg james the harris brothers triple x also known as elix skipper Loki, and christopher daniels sonny siaki desire david flair mike sanders Glenn gilberti that guy raven ashley hudson the rock and roll express disgraceland jeez. the hot shots jay stevens and cassidy riley o'reilly uh brian lawler eric watts hollywood not hollywood hollywood david young chris Sabin, the gathering of julio denaro and alexis le tony Schiavone for one night only because he hated tna and his experience there and nikita koloff jeez and
4: they had then, nikita for for a little bit. <laughs> uh great, fantastic. Uh you know, so good. So so wonderful. What what a great what a great stable of the Misfits of WCW and their friends. Little <laughs> fantastic.
2: Yeah, I was going to say SEX even with <laughs> up. Up. Doesn't
1: matter what you do, it's all bad. Use yeah, the
2: ed- full name.
4: Yeah, uh, SEX, even with periods, one. can get messy. So yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 very. <laughs> very, <laughs> very. Uh, fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. I appreciate you, boys. I'll see you all later.
2: Thank you, pal. Bye, Andrew Zarian. Bye bye for day. now.
4: Until next time.
2: Yes i'm sure zarian will hack the stream on friday so I'm sure he will
1: yeah. uh someone in the chat earlier was like well andrew zarian this must be his special episode and i'm like that's how you know we have first-time watchers in the audience today.
2: yeah <laughs> andrew zarian's here like every week like <laughs> if, if it's if a week goes by without like a zarian pop in or zarian has his own segment he's got his own like little intro music sean didn't even have that sean's here every week too he didn't even have like special uh special intro it would create that i have no idea what it would i've be. got an idea we
1: just need oh. eggs and i've got a little a little theme song that we can he doesn't use.
2: do any eggs anymore he's he's given up on the eggs he just has his own whatever he's eating in the morning now
1: whatever prepared meals have shipped to him from back yeah. when are
2: we getting our new intro by the way what is what is know, tim doing
1: tim tim is tim is a busy boy
2: nah he's uh, got he's got five minutes to create this intro what are we doing <laughs> he's got to render it that's what takes so long Make, can it be a Kid Rock song as the theme? Uh,
1: no, because then we'll get the Golden Dollar sign every time.
2: <laughs> Not enough. Whatever. I gotta
1: wait the five to seven days for them to take it away. Okay. Notice how we never do anything wrong, but for some reason they think we do. I yeah.
2: Do you have anything else to talk about when it comes to TNA uh, and people being, you know, bad faith people being mad that it's TNA again?
1: I, I one thing I want to bring up, and then we can actually talk about a little bit about Bangalore itself. Um, there were a lot of people mentioning. You know, what about the, um, the, the fact that they're on access and that they need a new TV deal and all that. And you and I have talked about this for a long time, right? Impact is under the, the Anthem umbrella access is part of that umbrella. I'm going to, I'm going to show you this screenshot I posted from the show itself. Uh, you see all those all those logos and everything. So there's Anthem. That's the company that owns them. So that's that's right in the middle. Um, Access TV. We just talked about Fight Network is under the Anthem umbrella. Rumble Gaming. That's part of the Anthem umbrella. Game Game TV. That's another one. Uh, make make no mistake about it, folks. That was all there for a good reason on Saturday night. So uh, and then Imperitus is the movie that sponsored the uh, the Will Osprey appearance and match against Speedball Mike Bailey. So there you go. Just something something to think about. As we move forward, you, to TNA
2: rebrand. Do you think they would if they got like a bigger deal or something? They would take it. I don't know if they will. Is the thing like they do decent? I, I don't know what I, in totality Access does, but like for the most part, Impact doesn't like chart in the the one hundred and fifty. They do like a 0.01 rating most weeks and do like uh do whatever they they do like a hundred thousand viewers. Most weeks, like, I don't know what network is coming after them. And is like, yeah, we want impact type. We want TNA impact because there's already WWE out there, which is going to be down uh, according to all the the sources uh, when, when it comes to Raw. AEW's got rights coming up. Is there a network that's like, yeah, we want impact.
1: It's less about what a network wants. It's more about what Anthem wants to do. Scott Scott's gonna Scott's gonna have a totally different idea than what we think they're gonna do, so yeah. Impact impacts in a tricky position because their ownership is literally everything I just pointed out on the screen, and then some. There were some other logos I think, but either way, everything was all under the anthem umbrella. We'll see. It's very it's a very interesting time for Impact Wrestling.
2: You got me in trouble, Joel.
1: Did I? Wouldn't be yeah. the first
2: one. misspelled Kylan King.
1: Oh, that wasn't me then. That was Andrew. That was the guy who sent me the results. Oh, okay. Did you did you forget to capitalize the L?
2: No, it's it's K I. It was K Y. Oh, I yeah, K
1: I L Y N N.
2: Yeah, well, it was sent in as K Y. So, All right, well,
1: I, I cleaned up everything else for
2: you. Oh. Uh,
1: anyway, let's talk about Bound for Glory for a minute because that was a very very strong show. Let's uh, really the big match that everyone was talking about was Osprey and Speedball. This was fantastic. I mean, there's, there's nothing about this match that tuned me out. Will Ospreay clearly had a hell of a time at Impact uh, the last couple of nights, but you got to see the match, or at least bits and pieces of it. What do you think? Everyone's talking about that one specific segment uh, uh, sequence with the, uh, the kicks and the punches and the double down and everything. What do you think of the match itself?
2: I got to see all of it. I covered the Impact uh, show on Saturday. I paid attention to, to AEW, but I I was watching this. It was it was a great match. It was Speedball and, and Will Ospreay. You know it's going to be a great match. The the kick sequence, I understand. I maybe I don't understand. I don't know. People just have different tastes when it comes to wrestling. Right? Like I've accepted this kind of stuff. This happens in so many matches nowadays, these strike sequences like this. They, this is kind of the style nowadays, so I'm fine with it. I've accepted it. If people still holding on to the 80s, 90s kind of stuff of where a punch could knock you out type of thing, then they're going to be a little less forgiving when it comes to this. But I, I didn't have an issue with it. I thought the match overall was, was fantastic, as as you would expect from these two. And, you know, they did a great match. They
1: did. And you know what? I like that post match Speedball was upset about losing but knows that he put on a good uh, a good showing. I'm still waiting to see what they do next with Speedball but also I recognize that in the Impact World he's still, you know, he's still building. He had a great X Division title run. Now it's time to start building him for his inevitable Impact World title run or maybe Knockouts title, I don't know. Anyone can go for any title and impact, and I respect it. Uh, let's get a couple of super chats. And Cody wills saying, "Hello, pals! WWE, W, TNA, and, and and the NWA, allegedly all on TV is wild." I don't know if I really want to talk about NWA C C W stuff, but uh, it's nice that everyone's on TV. I got a pay per view this
2: weekend. Meet. It's a, it's in Cleveland. <laughs> Meet my mo- my mother in law was like. I saw this wrestling is coming to Cleveland. Do you want me to watch the kids? So you and uh, you and Jeremy can go. That's what she she told my my lovely wife. So do you want to watch the kids? So you and Jeremy can go. And I was like, we will watch the kids. We will stay with the kids, and you can go cover this pay per view, mother in law.
1: You know what you should have said? You should have said yes. That sounds great. And then you guys go off and have a lovely evening. Literally anywhere else.
2: Nah, nah, like, I mean, yeah, that, that would be a plan, but you know, we, we would not, uh, we would not do that. Yeah. We, we enjoy spending time with the children. Um, But yeah, she it was fantastic that, that she saw this and obviously knows what my job is. And is like, yeah, hey, do you, do you want me to watch the kids for you guys so you can go, go see this? Like, she's like, does Jeremy need to cover this? Does he need to go to it? Do you want to go with him? And I was like, nah, like, I mean, I probably could, but I don't really have a desire to. I can't say the name of the pay per view. They might kick me out for mispronouncing it because I keep saying like Sam Hain and it's like Sawa.
1: Yeah, it's so. like Sawaine. I don't know. Sam yeah anyway, I, I know I that. Yeah. You think their show goes off the air with a big, like, they said they could kill us, but they can't. And it's just like Tyrus back from the dead.
2: Joel, <laughs> the lights have gone out. What could it be, Joel? Oh, oh no. no. What is it? Oh, the lights have gone out. What is happening? You should
1: buy. What is going on generator. in this world? Feels like impact. Seems, seems like you should buy a generator. Oh, what? Something weird there. It's very Minecrafty. <laughs> oh no! And his audio's gone out too. This is problem. We did this again. On, we did this on Friday with the sting mask. Make the lights go out again. Bring back the House of Black, please. For the love of God oh god frozen podcast had to super chat saying both times i've gone to an impact show i've had so much fun being there live for that announcement was amazing i almost shed a tear crowd was really into the tna stuff that was great oh the lights go out again who could it be this is taking a long time you should probably mute your mic while you're doing it too so i don't give up the bit. hey he's back (laughs) anyway uh yeah so i can tell you like whenever i've gone to an impact show live the vibe is good. Like people are there. They're having fun. Rebel nightclub in Toronto is garbage. We've talked about that before, but people are there and having a good time. And it's just, listen, you go to a live wrestling show. Odds are Jeremy, we've talked about it. You're going to have fun. Like you're this there for a reason. Is,
2: this is what old Billy, Billy Korgs was talking about. in his interview with a uh, card angle, or he's just saying like you know, the different flavors and all this stuff. But he's like, you know, we, we lose fact of the, the house show. Essentially of like, yeah, you go to a live wrestling show and that's where people fall in love with wrestling. It's not, there's so few online compared to what people think or is online. Uh, you know, we think it's all like 3 million people online. They're all just mad at wrestling. Like, no, there's not like there's people go to the shows. They fall in love with the character. They fall in love with something. And then that's how they enjoy wrestling. It's not because they discover something online for the most part. It's usually the live experience when it comes to this. So yeah, good. go go enjoy. I'm I hope NWA goes out and they make some fans this in Cleveland this week. I hope they do. I hope they bring some fans to NWA. They no longer got the guy who is bad wrestler as the champion. They there's some good in their products. Um you know it's not not fully my cup of tea, but they they they're doing better now that the title is not on tires.
1: date is it oh it's saturday okay i might watch it i might give it a shot because i think i've said this a million times normally if there's an nwa pay-per-view on i'm watching it on the third screen of three while i'm doing 20 other things so maybe i'll give it a little more attention
2: this weekend who knows i watch collision on saturday i'm sure there's gonna be a dream match announcement for collision yeah
1: the the ring might black out again before you get there though (laughs) I'm sorry, that that is ah. well, I imagine. like the House of Black's back. I like the House of Black is back. I'm glad that they told uh Malachi, go go grow your beard out again, please. It's very unsettling <laughs> watching you with the shaved face and long hair doing this thing. He looked like Eric Young with long hair with the shaved face.
2: Kinda. I could I could kind of see it.
1: I was expecting him to start talking in that raspy Eric Young voice, but he wasn't, because it's Malachi. Well, maybe next time he speaks, he will i'm here with house of black and i'm here anyway i want to see house of black dominate i'm glad to see them back i'm glad to see that brody lee has that giant cast on his forearm but that's not going to stop him from wrestling (laughs) putting putting the name putting death on there was great good shout out to a great band known as death and uh and buddy's back so listen i was happy to see them back did not need fifty thousand blackouts a la wcw i posted the video this morning Once upon a time, there was a video.
2: That was a problematic video. (laughs)
1: That was a very
2: problematic
1: video. I know, but it was basically how I felt about watching this week's uh, episode of of Collision. Was just lights go on, lights go off, lights go. It was it was Homer Simpson doing the fight, 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 turning the light on and off. That was it. Her bed goes up, bed goes down. Same thing. Lights go on, lights go off, lights go on, lights go off. But the episode was just it was there. I don't understand why Sky Blue is now dressed up as a Scooby Doo character, even though it's supposed to be spooky. Is she? Like, what? What? What's the point in that gear choice?
2: Scooby Doo is spooky. First off, second off, it's it's the the symbolism of uh, Scooby Doo is we're all monsters. It is humans right? Isn't that the that's the the lesson from Scooby Doo? Is it's humans dressing as monsters? That's that's what's a uh, That's what's going on here. Joel is always complaining about AEW, always. Let
1: me hold it to a higher standard than other wrestling companies, damn it. Also, I said nice
2: things. I will say. don't have any standards when it comes to wrestling. How about
1: that? I have low standards when it comes to everything else, so why should I start now? Uh, The Roosh LFI segment this week was a million times better than what we talked about last week, in my opinion. I think Roosh is is, putting him in that boardroom setting. They didn't make it look like it was... Low grade. I thought it was really good. Drillistico pulling a Rick Rude this week was funny because he was on AEW at the same time as the AAA show. Uh it was just really solid stuff. LFI coming back, that's the next step that I'm looking forward to because again, that particular segment was really well done. They were all they were always well shot. This time it made sense. And I liked that. Rue speaks really well, by the way. His 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 English wasn't always as strong as it is now, and I really appreciate that. Uh, that it's gotten it's gotten stronger over time it's really good stuff
2: i feel like they've been doing these videos for three months now and i just want roosh back in the ring killing people That's all i care about
1: well they got to bring jungle jack perry back before they bring (laughs) back
2: that's all i want i just i just want roosh back in the ring just murdering people that's uh, yeah
1: and again i'm waiting for for roosh and lfi to have that inevitable conversation with andrade And I'm waiting for that feud to go because Andrade was the originator of LFI. Like he was not LFI, but like just in Gobernables, that was him. That was, that was Andrade. So time to kick him out and at least start the feud, whatever it is, but uh, we're not there yet. But instead we're getting these segments with and LFI. It was good. You, I'm sure you enjoyed Danielson and and Andrade. Speaking of
2: uh, Andrade. In Gobernables with CJ Perry.
1: I don't. <laughs> nope. Not gonna go there. Yeah. Sure. But she's she's trying to court Andrade now. So I saw the the, the video going around or the, the 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 homework going around the internet where people think that it's CJ pretending with Miro that they're actually together, but secretly it's just Miro trying to like beat people up for her enjoyment. And she's yeah. the mastermind. I don't hate that, by the way. I don't hate that idea. Um, if, as long as it's done right. And, and again, they're doing the little things that I like that make that particular uh, partnership work. It, it, it's tied. It's tried. It's tested. It's true. They're married. They know each other very well. They have chemistry. They had sex in a tank once upon a time. So let's just get there. Not the sex in the tank, the the teaming up again on TV.
2: It's a nice little kink. CJ is into her man. Beating up, you know, flirting with the other men and then her man beating them up because she's flirting with them. We don't kink shame around here. Not a weird couple fetish. No, weird. Weird implies that it's not good. Nope. It's a it's a it's a uh, respectable couple fetish. Let them let them live.
1: Will Chisholm sent a super chat saying, I thought the lesson of Scooby Doo was to get high with your dog. The 70s ones at least. Fair. It's true. I get it. there um yeah the the cj stuff it's it's if it's coming around that way and that's the way it plays out then bravo i like it it's good stuff uh the eddie kingston promo was really good we can talk about the match itself where eddie gets beat down by the tna guys for a good solid 15 (laughs) minutes and nobody helps eddie nobody likes eddie kingston that's what i'm getting from all of this uh but instead listen eddie's eddie's really good at cutting that promo where he's calling out uh, Jay Lethal and, and talking about his mom being at ringside. I'm going to beat her up front of beat him up in front of your mother, and she's going to say you deserved it. I feel bad that the the woman from the medical team is in the background trying not to crack the entire time. I'm watched because I watched it a couple times. I was like, "This is really good. Let me see it again." And I'm looking at her at the background. And she's just like, "Can I can I go back to work?" <laughs> she should have stepped out of the shot, but otherwise, Kingston stuff was really good. <laughs>
2: I know people are mad that Jeff Jarrett beat Eddie Kingston. I'm mad that the ROH title wasn't on the line. Jeff Jarrett ring of honor champion is what we need.
1: See, my feeling was, and I talked about this on Friday's show. It's like, this was Tony Khan being like, Jeff, I know that it's going to be tough for you on Saturday because your, your company is going to be putting on a big show. So how about you get the world title shot? On Saturday night, same time, but on our show. And Jeff just being like, Boss, I think that's a great idea. And they went out there and had a good match.
2: Jeff Jarrett should have won the ROH title, took it to the pawn shop, and traded in for some gold bricks. And then he just carries around the gold bricks as the new ROH title.
1: Who's gonna steal the Texas that the Texas chainsaw massacre belt from Nobody. Jeff Jarrett and force him to put it on the line?
2: nobody nobody is is dumb enough to go after the king of the mountain like that nobody
1: god the king of the mountain good stuff he should just crown himself the king of the mountain put all that gold around his (laughs) around his waist it's like it's like the lucha underground gift of the gods title that had like it was just all segments it should just be gold (laughs) bricks
2: (laughs) roll Absolutely, they should rebrand ROH to to Global Fight Wrestling, whatever the Global Force. Sorry, uh, they should just rebrand it. That would be awesome. At least that'd be a storyline in ROH. It's true. Uh, Chisholm, Jeff Jarrett coming in to rebrand everything.
1: Will Chisholm said to Super Chat earlier, saying, "As long as TNA doesn't put the belt on Jeff Double
2: J-, J, I'm good." You know they what? Should. They should. They should. No, no. T A TNA, let TNA live, but ROH putting the belt on him. Jeff Jarrett, pure rules champion. Jarrett beats Shibata. But he beats him with the guitar shot. So, like, he's cheating in the pure rules. MMA Jarrett? Oh, bring him back, baby! Give me MMA Jarrett again.
1: We should do a rematch. We should do the Jarrett and Samoa Joe match. Put the, put the TV title on the line. Do Jarrett and Mimosa Joe have an MMA rules match. MMA is all over TV. TV is big. King is streaming. Let's do it.
2: Give me, give me that. Give me Jarrett winning that title as well. It just holds all the ROH titles. Yeah. gives so. one to Karen. I don't care which one gives one to Satnam. Just let them all hold these belts. So he just gives them away. Like they're on TV just as much as any of these other champions are.
1: So are Ruby, soho and Angelo Parker fucking or what? What? Sorry. We're now time? we're in. I figured I could put it in now. What That's what it? she said. Uh, where did Ruby Soho Angelo Parker had that, that that thing where they crossed over? You know, over.
2: Ruby Soho's getting another title shot.
1: <laughs> I did. And this time she thinks she deserves it more than ever. Um <sighs> and so again, and, and I want to point out, by the way, before everyone's like, ah, oh, Joel hates AEW, this was Jeremy's yeah. reaction. Okay. So we're both sharing this moment. It wasn't great. Uh there are other women in your division, please. Let's let's get that going.
2: Well, she won a match, so she deserves this title shot now. Yeah, so. she wins a match on Rampage. That's how you get the title
1: shot. That's how it works now. Emi Sakura, yeah. same thing. She well, she goes a World Eliminator match, but like, yeah, she got an Eliminator match. Yeah, 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 but still, it's still there. Not great.
2: Destination unknown, Ruby, 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 Ruby. Soho never has a theme
1: song spoken so highly to the character. <laughs> <laughs> Very much destination unknown. And then Chris Stadlander getting a pump in before uh, her match at Battle of the Belts. So I think that was funny. That was cute. Uh, it, was a, it was a little silly, but I mean that's kind of what I expect from that that Orange Cassidy, Chris Stadlander, best friends stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at.
2: Well, Chisholm says I've sold uh, sold him on Jarrett winning the peer Title by cheating. It's good. It's good, man. Let's go. Pure Title. He just beats him with the guitar. Have Jeff win the
1: the tag titles. Jeff Jarrett versus MJF, one-on-one for the tag titles. It's WrestleMania 36 all over again. You remember that pandemic WrestleMania where Miz had COVID, so Jomo had to go in on his own and do the ladder match? It was a triple threat ladder match for the tag titles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it was just one member of each team was going to be in the match, and crash pads aplenty. But either way, that's what you need. MJF versus Jeff Jarrett. For the ROH tag titles. Singles
2: match. That's it. But then it, but then Jeff Jarrett wins. And also has the AEW title. Yeah that's fine by me. Yeah, Just so, keep Jeff all the belts. People would get mad at the Jeff Jarrett's. And I don't get it. It rules. It absolutely rules. It's because
1: how dare you have a 50 year old man. Winning titles on TV. or yeah, having people, you- get,
2: people, people get mad at wrestling. Can't relate to that. Cannot relate to like getting mad at wrestling. It's very strange. Very you know what I'm going to get mad about? Actually, Joel Pearl, I'm going to get mad at wrestling. <laughs> Could
1: you? Let's do that. Uh, yeah. right. that drives engagement. By the way, leave a thumbs up on the video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Super Chats, okay. do those two.
2: Okay, so I feel like we've missed a couple Super Chats.
1: Um, no, there's just one. I okay. don't know. Okay, I, I, sorry, I'm going to put this out there, by the way. Maybe I should mention this when Sean comes in, and I probably will. On StreamYard, pulling the curtain back, there's a starred category. All yeah. of our Super Chats go into that starred category. As you yeah, read you can- them, you unclick the star and they go off of the list. Yeah. Why aren't we doing that more? I need to get what Sean do doing that
2: because he doesn't
1: do that. I don't think he sees
2: that that's an option. Yeah, it's auto star the super chats. Yeah, so that's know. how it happens. Yeah, yeah no,
1: yeah. I'm saying that's, that's what happens. But like when Sean's like, oh my God, so many super chats, we got to keep up. And it's like, yeah, you're, you're selling it. But also you got to unclick the star and that way you know what you've read. And that way you don't have to worry about missing super chats.
2: Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he realizes you can like unstart. You don't have to ask him if he pops on today. What I um, say is
1: I don't I don't miss Jeremy Lambert when it
2: comes to this stuff. I get all of our super chats. So send them in. Good, good job. Good Mello. Um, all right. Let me let me complain about something, Joel. Let me let me do my best Joel Pearl impression. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is just me nitpicking, by the way. Uh oh, that is me then. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So we get House of Black returning, which is cool. Eh, no issue with them. All very good wrestlers, right? It's not I not my cup of tea. I, the, the stuff with them isn't always my, my cup of tea, but they return and they're going after Blackpool Combat Club. We get John Moxley returning, Ricky's involved, Big Bill's involved, FTR is involved, like a bunch of bunch of people. They're they're doing brand warfare here, gang warfare, whatever it's called. Um they're doing all that, right? All cool. And then Tony announces this match for dynamite that people are going crazy for. Okada and Orange Cassidy Against Danielson And Claudio Great match Awesome match Looking forward to this match Please nobody be like Oh Jeremy hates wrestling Like Brian Danielson is my favorite wrestler of all time When people were mad about I was going to do this But then it took too much time and effort Because I'm not I'm bad with this stuff So I didn't want to do it But here's a spoiler scoop for everybody So when people Tony was like Tony's got a big dream match announcement for Collision And then it was Danielson and Andrade And people were like is this really like a dream match to people under contract who've wrestled before and uh, granted it was WWE, but like still they've wrestled before. Is this really like some type of dream match when they've wrestled within like the last decade? People are mad about that. I was going to make this like flow chart of like, is it a dream match? Is Brian Danielson involved? No, not a dream match. Is Brian Danielson involved? Yes. A dream match. Brian Danielson involved. That's a dream match to me. All right, so, I'm very excited for Danielson, Claudio against uh, Okada and Orange Cassidy. Should be a great match. Here's my nitpick issue of this Danielson, like they're getting attacked by House of Black and stuff, but everybody loves Orange Cassidy and everybody loves Okada, Big Pop and stuff. So now they're like facing each other. The divide with Danielson, the shades of gray with Blackpool Combat Club and Danielson, Danielson in particular, although he's a heel because he comes out the heel of the tunnel, right? But is House of Black the heel because they're attacking Danielson? But is he the baby face because now Danielson's facing Okada? The Shades of Grey stuff, I can see being a turnoff for some people. The booking to just like book cool dream matches, I can see being a turnoff for some people. Not me. I love Brian Danielson. Book him in all the great matches. I can see the argument where people are just like, yeah, look, okay, cool, Okada and Orange Cassidy is like a fine match and everything, but if I'm watching just sort of weekly, it's like, Okada's been there, he lost the Danielson tag team match, is Danielson babyface or heel because he's being attacked by House of Black, but I like Orange Cassidy, but he's kind of feuding with Orange Cassidy. I, I, can, I, get, German, it. I German, get it, I kind of get it.
1: Jeremy, they're in chaos together.
2: What, Okada and Orange Cassidy? And Orange Cassidy. I know that. What, what are we talking about?
1: That's 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 all it is. That's that's all it is. That's why you bring them back.
2: I right. know. I don't have an issue with that. I'm saying from the Danielson and Blackpool Combat Club perspective okay. of like, are they baby faces? Are they heels? Because I like Orange Cassidy and Okada, so I don't want to see them face Danielson and Blackpool Combat Club, who I also like, or being attacked by heels. Oh, I see where people can be a little frustrated with that. Here's my solution. Here's my argument to it. Some people just don't like certain fucking people, all right? And they can be good people. Orange Cassidy can be a good person. Brian Danielson can be a good person. John Moxley can be a good person. Maybe they just don't fucking like each other regardless. They just don't vibe together, and that's okay too. Joel is a good person by all accounts. I feel like I'm an okay person. I just don't like Joel, and that's okay. That doesn't make him the baby face. That doesn't make me the heel. Or anything like that. Some people, good people, sometimes just don't vibe. And that is my argument against. Oh, well, why are they booking this whole thing? Why are why who is the baby face? Who is the heel? That matter. Chi Town Spurs actually has it too. Uh BC has always been we we fight everybody vibe. I don't see the issue. Listen, I'm with you.
1: I'm as, long with as, you. As, I, as long as as long as they keep fighting everyone and stop dancing, cause oh that entrance i don't know what i don't know what claudio and you thought that was but that was not a dance
2: the crab the crab uh the crab dance that was not, not a crab dance. dance that was crabby yeah, well. at best yeah yeah uh, some people just don't vibe together you can be good people and don't vibe together that's fine orange cassidy's a good person he's the one who initiated the shoulder shrug with john moxley by the way so that's my argument against well who's the baby face who's the heel type of thing i see it I see the argument. I do. But at the same time, like you just got to realize, hey, I actually like that. It's not fully. It's not fully. There is a little shades of gray and it is a little more real of like, yeah, maybe these people just don't vibe together. Like, that's fine. But I do see of like, maybe people do want the very clear divide of I want to cheer for this person. I want to I want to boo this person because that's what wrestling was built on, right? It was built on I love this person. I hate this person. Want to see them get beat up? Want to see this person win? That's what made a lot of people fall in love with wrestling. That's what draws people in. And I can see where it stunts a little. Of like, hey, just great matches ain't always going to draw everybody in.
1: I go back to Eddie Kingston. Eddie Eddie hates everyone, but Eddie will work with just about anybody. You know, if if the the if the feeling is a com if there's a common enemy. That's kind of where I go with it and 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 I hear you, like there wrestling at its core is good guys versus bad guys or girls or whoever you want to pick gender non-specific. You go and you you have a fight. you you but you also are vying for titles, but there are personal issues that get in the way. It's a very it's a, it, people are trying to retell stories with different angles, and that's okay. Sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't. But this is the biggest but I can think of. Um, you need to pick your stories and not make too many stories the same angle of not good guy or not bad guy, like without defining people. I'm saying sometimes, like you have to have those stories defined or those characters defined, and not have multiple stories where the characters are not defined as good or bad and just going up against each other. So there is room for it in wrestling, but to but you have to play, you have to to put it together properly. This. Uh, This is a very rudimentary example. Putting together a wrestling card. There is a way to do it that works very well and keeps you engaged or at least gives you the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows that make you invested in the entire show and the entire evening. If you don't have that, then the show's not great and you're not as invested. Similar thing with wrestling storytelling. If the stories are all the same or a similar angle or trying to tell the same story from a different viewpoint, then it gets kind of convoluted and kind of confusing. So that's, um, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from and I agree with you largely.
2: I think um, there is a, a correct way to do it as well to where there is a, a balance there. <laughs> I wasn't so going to say where-
1: it, but I knew someone was. <laughs>
2: i think there's a there's a way to where there uh there can be a balance i like i like what wwe is doing with uh drew drew is by and large a babyface, but he has issues with this new baby face jay who comes in and is now like buddy buddy with everybody and drew's like hey remember what this asshole did to all of us like are we just forgetting about this like, I think that little shade there, you know, Drew's facing Sammy tonight. We'll talk about Raw later. But Drew's facing Sammy, Sammy, pure baby face. Very, very pure baby face. Drew's supposed to be a baby face, but kind of leaning towards the heelish shot. He's got legit arguments of why he is being a dick right now. And he is just like, why doesn't people? And that's a lot of times, uh, sometimes for a large part, like the best heels are the heels who think they're correct type of thing. And Drew is definitely going down that path right now um so there there are good ways to do it i I see what you're saying of uh, you don't want it to be too convoluted and getting too messy with everything and that's where it's got to be defined blackpool's pretty defined of yeah we'll fight anybody type of thing uh orange cassidy is becoming defined of like i got beef with moxley because he beat me like he should that's the dude who beat him for a title ended the rain like he should have issue. With Moxley he wants that win that he's the champion Again but he didn't beat Moxley To get that title he beat the guy who beat Moxley but I mean we even kind Of know in sto- in television Why that happened like Moxley Got injured on there Moxley By the way has got to beat Phoenix like just kind of Get that-, that out of the Way and be like okay Moxley won and then go back to Moxley And Orange Cassidy Where does House of Black fit in I saw uh, Somebody bring that up um, You know where does House of Black fit in with this I assume you'll get some spooky video on collision where they explain uh, they got the tarot cards and it's like ah oh, but here comes the black pool is that like a state or something um I don't know I, I don't know how geography works uh maybe it's a pool of like black and then black pool like that's the terra card they got flipped over so that's why they're targeting blackpool get it everybody ha huh? blackpool um, is is is, a, is a, it is an area of
1: England, it does exist.
2: Yeah, sure, sure. If it ain't America, it's Europe. That's There's, all.
1: I they're, know. Just, they're just gonna pull up a, a card of William Regal, <laughs> and they'll just be like, <laughs> "That'd be fantastic." This man, and they'll be like, "Good
2: luck, see ya." <laughs> and
1: they just walk away.
2: <laughs> yeah, that'd be fantastic. Jeff Elder Jarvis says Jeremy not liking House of Black makes sense considering his interpretation of death metal last week. It's not it, all great wrestlers. I will not knock their wrestling ability at all. This stuff just isn't. It's just not for me. I I got it, I got it. You know. And hey, look, if you enjoy that kind of stuff, I'm not saying you, Jeff, but like anybody in general, if you enjoy that, awesome. You know, good. I'm glad you enjoy it. Bray Wyatt stuff was the biggest pop in the world to me, but he like leaned into just the silliness of it. Blackpool Combat Club. I mean, not Blackpool. I love them. Uh, House of Black is uh just like I don't know. Just it's it's not for me. At least they. Uh, you know, maybe Big Bill and Ricky Starks are part of this now. I want to see Ricky doing this uh, this spooky House of Black stuff.
1: He'll just show up looking like Darby Allen again. Ah, <laughs> yeah,
2: space. yeah.
1: Uh, I'll bring up a couple of chats, but first I want to mention that uh, wrestling is is a variety show for all intents and purposes. It is. It, it's not just one story. It's multiple stories from multiple angles and the balance is there you know jeff mentioned uh joel wants balance and i do and that's something that when i criticize AEW, it's because i don't often see the balance that's there or i see the things that could be that would make me more of a fan i largely enjoy AEW. i largely take issue with some of the ways that they come about doing some of their work for instance full gear is in three weeks where are we in the three-week territory we have one match announced We're still at the one match announced part.
2: Yeah, I was hoping when they announced it's November 18th, by the way, I was hoping when they announced like MJF and Jay White like two weeks ago, it's like, oh, this is good. They're getting some matches out of the way. And now they haven't done, you can kind of see where things are going in some aspects and other aspects. Like, I don't, I don't know what the plan is.
1: But this is the same thing that, they, that, that happens every single time we get to a pay-per-view. Is, it used to be, we'll give you a few weeks of build. Now it's just getting to, we're going to announce everything like this in the last well, week and a half. And some of it's going to come out on Rampage. And some of it's going to come out on Collision. Like There's no cohesive. It feels like one arm doesn't talk to the other, doesn't talk to the other. Well, um, arms can't talk. So. Well, they should, is what I'm saying. Well, you do this. and Taco, taco, taco. burrito burrito. That's, a, that's a hand, these, not these, an arm. The arm these, would be. Yeah, I do this.
2: Like the fart noises. I can't do
1: the <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs doesn't talk to Will Washington. Doesn't talk to Tony. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want? Uh, regardless, there is just a sometimes there's just a lack of fluidity between the three shows. <clears throat> By the way, I do want I want to get to these chats, but can you just remind me in a second, um, Santana and Ortiz? Just remind me in a second. And we'll talk okay. about it. Okay. okay. Well, I saw saying not to sound like Jr. but shouldn't these guys be fighting for championships or else what's the point of all this in kayfabe? And that's something that I mentioned was that at its core, it is good guys and bad guys, but they're all fighting for titles. That is very much what wrestling is. But then you have to have little stories along the way so that people who are not in the superstar quote unquote category are building wins to get to that title. Those interpersonal stories build your characters. Those interpersonal stories build what leads you and draws you to your uh, your path to a championship match. So stuff like that is really important in wrestling, in my opinion. That's part of the storytelling that I like. Uh, I don't know if you want to add anything well, else before I pick up another chat.
2: Uh, they got 8 million titles in AEW, so it should be pretty easy to get a title shot. Apparently, all you got to do is win one match. I think titles have become crutches in a lot of ways when you have so many and when you have people like Ruby Soho, no offense, great wrestler, just getting a title match after losing a title match because she won one match. This is where I, like, I liked the ranking system with AEW. I liked the sports, inter- or not sports, the real sports ranking system with AEW. And then they, they went away from it because I don't think they quite understood how to utilize it well because w- what they did with the ranking system is they gave everybody a bunch of wins on aw dark and it's like oh why does this person get a title like jay lethal why is jay lethal getting every time he's on dynamite he loses but his record is like 20 and 3 because yeah he's got three losses on dynamite but he's got 20 wins on dark so it's like oh here we go like jay lethal has earned a title shot because of this now they don't have dark to like pad the wins and loss record so that was one reason they got away the other reason they got away from rankings is simply because they Leaned way more into sports entertainment, um, than than just a wins and losses kind of matter. But I think the ranking system was helpful in that because even if you are a new kind of viewer to this, one they should have been given these guys more wins on Dynamite at that time. But like, if you're tuning in for the first time and you're seeing this guy who's twenty and three, you're like, oh yeah, this guy deserves a title shot. Like, cool, good on him. Then he loses the title match, but you know like it, it helped just explain why he gets this title match. Jeff Jarrett, you know, he just gets random title matches all the time and people are like why is this happening? Why why are the Hardys and Brother Z getting a six man tag team title match even though it's, you know, ROH and not on ROH type of thing. Why are they getting a six man title? When when was the last time they won a six man match? I legitimately don't know.
1: Uh, all i can think about is last time the hardys won an actual tag match and we talk about this all the time it was double or nothing 2022
2: the hardys just lost to angelo garcia and menard the hardys and brother zay and that's how angelo garcia menard got the AEW trios match but by losing that match the hardys and zay get an roh six-man tag team title match right is that is that how this works like yeah
1: i don't know <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. apparently how this works was it yeah they lose the the trio's title so they just get to go down one and go for the roh ones
2: instead yeah it's and this is what i don't like about the blending of roh and aew anyway like i i wish that they would keep that stuff very much separate and, and they they don't and that's fine but then like don't you know, the Hardys are just fighting for a title. It just feels like because they have so many titles, it's like, hey, let's do a title match. It's like, nah, you ain't got to do this title match, honestly, if you don't want to. Like, it's it's cool. You don't... No yeah. one's going to be mad that it's not a title match.
1: And uh, JJ also sent a chat earlier saying, Alex Shelley's character this year has been fantastic. And this is, again, going back to, like, things that I personally am enjoying about wrestling. Alex Shelley's character was shock win of the world championship and impact, long-term impact talent, guy who was never seen as the world champion material now he has it but then every guy who has been quote-unquote world champion material including their strongest world champion of the last you know dozen years Uh, Josh Alexander comes back from injury at Slammiversary, and it starts putting doubt into Alex Shelley's mind. Shelley, for all intents and purposes, was the heel going into the Bound for Glory match, but came out of it both men looking strong and looking like babyfaces again because they beat the shit out of each other. There was a respect there, but there was a lot of tension that built to that moment. And again, that's the type of character work that works. And that's why going into the show for everyone who was like, oh, Alexander's definitely winning. I was like, no. This Alex Shelley is doing the best character work as champion that he's ever done, arguably, in his entire career. This has to keep going. He has to keep feeling this way. Like he has a, something to prove, a chip on his shoulder, whatever it is. When you build that character, it makes you get it more invested and want to see that person continue to have the run that they're having. And that's the stuff that I like when it comes to character development in
2: wrestling. Bring up uh, Super Chats here. Yeah. Um, which one? Okay, we're gonna bring up this one from Shytown Town Spurs. Uh, for all the issues that AW have in booking the women's division, in my opinion, Statlander has had the best women's title reign in the USA in 2023. Thoughts? It's Athena. Statlander's has been very good, but the answer is Athena.
1: Yeah, no questions asked. No, no, no notes. That's it. Athena is, is the person.
2: Now, if you if you like Statlander's reign, like I haven't had an issue with it at all. Um, you know, some of the challengers have been what they've been, but match quality wise, she's been doing great work. Athena has been. Great match quality wise, and has had like a good story, especially with Billy. But even like the Willow stuff was really good. She's had some story going into it as well. Just nobody watches ROH.
1: Whoops! Hey, are you behind the paywall? No. What are you doing? um I just want to unclick that. Joel, just you wait until Daniel Garcia joins BCC. That crablock Garcia dance entrance is going to pop me. Yes, this is wishful thinking on me. Yes, Luis, that is wishful thinking from you. But I mean, it's been. Everyone's been talking about Daniel Garcia to the BCC forever. Is that like, is that a payoff worth having or do we just keep Garcia away from BCC (sighs) and never let it be a thing?
2: No, it's a payoff worth having because they got to do something with Garcia. And like he he was on the Matt Hardy podcast uh, that I listened to and I posted this uh, transcription last night where he said like he felt complacent after the Danielson stuff because he was just back with the Jericho stuff. And he's like, well, I'm going to lean into it and go full bore with it. It's like, you know, good on you. But like everyone wanted that. Brian wanted that. And Jericho was the one who said, yeah, what if I take Daniel Garcia? And then, like, I was excited for it because it was something different. And I thought, like, like if you're with Jericho, you're at least going to get on television because Jericho is going to, especially if you're in his group, he's going to make sure you're kind of, like, on TV and stuff. They did good stuff with the Wrestler Sports Entertainer, and then it dropped from there. And then, oh, Sean, you doing the Daniel Garcia dance? No, I'm not. Uh, but George.
5: tune him out again today.
2: Tune him out. Okay.
5: Made an investment this weekend, guys. I went to Toy Vomit, uh, Toy Headquarters, great friends of the show. I haven't fixed my hair this morning. Um, They have a vintage T-shirt store now, which is a major weakness of mine. I love uh, buying vintage T-shirts. I found this bad boy.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good stuff.
2: Oh,
5: yeah. For the measly price of $150. Jesus. You would think that, right? Yeah, there's a reason why I bought it for one hundred and fifty dollars. Do you know what the asking price on eBay is these days for one of these?
1: Two twenty five. Jesus.
5: Howie Mandel would look at me and he would go, you made a great deal.
2: <laughs> Are you going to sell it, though? It doesn't matter if you don't sell it. Yeah, I'll probably sell it. Okay. Sign it or I'll or
5: I'll let it camp in my tote for another year or two and then sell it. I never get – like any of the freebies I get from anybody anymore in wrestling, I never sell or take to Goodwill anymore. I'm putting them in a tote. And in 15, 20 years, when they finally find something to actually cancel me for, I'm going to sell them.
1: I have an NWO black and white flag signed by, unfortunately, Hulk Hogan. I'm going to sell that eventually. Then all the proceeds are going to the NAACP. I'll
5: show you what I'm selling in a few months. Okay. Well, you guys can talk while I look
1: for it. Oh, he's going to be looking for a while. He's got to go through the the toy chest.
2: I got a Samoa Joe uh, signed shirt, like a (laughs) TNA signed Samoa Joe shirt.
5: I'll be selling this over the next few months. Mm.
2: Don't sell that. that. That's cool. Look at that. If I was like a, a super figure collector, which I'm not, I'd probably try to buy that from you. Yeah, but I don't I don't collect figures enough to want to buy it.
5: I collect ECW figures. Now, the the original San Francisco Toy Makers ones uh, I got out. I've got like 400 bone crunchers, but I don't collect them anymore.
2: Message Jensen and see what he'll offer you for for that thing. Jensen's a right. obviously big figure collector. He might really like work for
5: free for a couple months. I'd do
2: it. <laughs> so what's up, guys? Sean, big question for you. Is CM Punk going to be at Survivor Series? Maybe. Yeah?
1: I mean, 23 years ago, the Kinky Stores came back, right? What is it? 23 years ago, the Kinky Stores came back. (laughs) Matt Hardy had, had all the scoops.
2: CM Punk, I can confirm, was in Chicago. We broke this news on In the Weeds on Friday, by the way, that CM Punk was going to be at the Blackhawks game on Saturday and not Bound for Glory. No one gave us credit for this, though. I I was the first person who said it because I just smartly looked at the schedule, saw the Blackhawks at a home game. It was their home opener. I was like, yeah, Punk's going to that. He ain't going to this Bound for Glory show.
1: And then someone asked me on the post-show for Bound for Glory, is he going to show up at Hard to Kill? with the rebrand and i was like who are the, who are the blackhawks playing that night Nah, yeah. he's gonna be at home watching the blackhawks game
5: <laughs> jj asked me if monty brown is coming back to tna oh. cm punk stands a better chance of coming back to wwe
2: that's sad i want monty brown back so i've tried to
5: interview that guy so many times i called in every favor hakeem zane jake something kevin thorn everybody uh i tried to hook him up with Starcast to to get him to make some money He just doesn't really want to do that stuff. Uh, He's still got friends in the business, like Lance Archer is a good buddy of his. But um, yeah, Lance Archer helped me debunk a fake Monty Brown account a few years ago.
1: I remember (laughs) there was that, and there was, yeah, he spoke very highly of Monty recently in an interview, like maybe a year ago.
5: I had the fake Sid Vicious account, like, coming for me a couple weeks ago, and I was like, you have spent over a decade of your life pretending to be a wrestler who who retired two decades ago.
2: I'm trying to will Sid back. Every time you post like a a scoop or whatever, I just quote tweet. It was Sid question. Mm. (laughs) I want Sid back in wrestling. He ruled.
5: Do you remember why he pulled out of the AIW show? No, buddy. He pulled out of an AIW show a few years ago because of the Trump travel ban which did not affect domestic travel, mind you, but he blamed it on the Trump travel ban. (laughs) Now, listen, you will hear this guy criticize uh, Donald Trump an awful lot of my personal time, but it did not affect his flight from Arizona to Cleveland. So they had all these eight by tens of Sid made and all this stuff. So what they did was they paid EC3 to show up in jorts and a curly yellow wig. (laughs) And he... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he just signed them as Sid. It was phenomenal. Uh, I've got a picture, actually,
2: uh, that is... uh is basically going for that look nowadays with what he's doing with his hair, yeah. this blonde hair that he's trying to rock? You know what? I'm I'm
5: glad that things have changed for him since the last time we talked on the screen. I know a lot of people don't like him, but he was one of the first people to treat me like a human being in pro wrestling. Uh, but this was do you have heat with ec three, Sean. No, I don't. Yeah. He would, he would love to do an angle where we have heat though. Um, but I don't want to do that. Everybody knows I would never work a, a fake pro wrestling angle ever. And definitely won't, be, definitely won't be doing one. That'll make a bunch of people clutch their pearls and cry. And actually they won't cry. They'll pretend they're upset about it. And then I'll yes, be like,
2: we be, be very mad.
5: And I'll be like, you know, John Alba did one and Connor Casey's doing one and Chino did one and, and, and one and Simon Miller's doing one. Simon Miller's doing one and and <laughs> Brian Alvarez has done a bunch of them. And they'll be like, Yeah, but you ain't never bumped before. And I'll be like, Well, you yeah, know, actually I, I did for, for years, and I'll be like, Yeah, but you ain't never wrestled before. I'd be like, Well, yeah, I did like three or four dozen times over the course of two years. And then they'll they'll think of something else too. To I like that
2: your to. mad your mad wrestling fan voice is the same voice you do when you're doing i was driving down the whatever that song is. Uh, <laughs> Molly
5: Hatchett really is is upset with what I do.
2: <laughs> I'm traveling down the road and it? I'm flirting with disaster. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's that's your mad
5: wrestling voices. How well. do you give me Rusty Wallace and some paintballs on NASCAR '98? Everybody's <laughs> screwed. Like that game was, I don't know why they never brought back paintball mode. It was so cool. You would just shoot paintballs out of the front of your car. And if they contacted another one, they would spin out. It was so much fun. But hey, even they couldn't escape the twisted metal universe in that sense.
2: Twisted metal. Great game. Great show from what I hear. Yeah. haven't seen it yet.
5: I know one thing. I'm going to be, you know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say
2: it. Coward. Oh, you, you can not you know DM that's me the right? s- scoop. Like it's a scoop.
5: It's not a scoop. Okay. Just me talking anticipating more about how I'm not going to use Twitter uh oh. the first- Yeah.
2: You keep saying that. Like we got to like we block all say you. It. We yeah. all say it. No, I've I've decided. I don't know if anybody Saul, so I'm using the Fightful account for my own gain here to do the, oh, which wrestler would you book? Sting or Undertaker? If you had the decade of them, who would you use? I got to farm for this engagement, and get that sweet Twitter engagement money now. Yeah. So I'm going to start using the Fightful account to retweet all of these polls that I put out there so I can get this uh, Fightful, or not Fightful, just Twitter engagement money by using the Fightful account for my own
0: gain. This,
5: this isn't out in the, the world yet because I haven't gotten Jimmy to approve it, but I'm trying to get ideally someone from the UK that can help out with articles on Saturday and Sunday morning and help Kyler out with social media, because my God it is too much for that. He won't, he won't say that. Kyler'd be like, I'll do it all. I don't care. uh, Between live tweeting and engagement tweets and our quote tweets and, and honestly just ripping off old WWE clips and reposting them. uh, It's, it's a lot for, for one guy. And, um, yeah, Kyler Kyler does it while uh, while doing about three other jobs too. So JJ says from the UK. Sean, oh boy, uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Kyler's the best. Shout out to Kyler. I put him over any He's chance. He's incredible. That, that uh, that I get. So one yeah, one we,
5: of our best hires we ever made. He came to me in December, I think December or January, 2016, 2017, and was like, "Can I work at Fightful?" I was like, you know what? I don't want to run this social media anymore. <laughs> and he has, he's done a killer job of it and he, done it with our work, not somebody else's work either.
2: Yeah. It's really, he good always stuff. clips the yeah. interviews and is just super helpful in, in any way. Anything I ask, he, he's uh always willing to do Lakers fan. That's unfortunate, but otherwise good person.
5: I tried to tell him about Lonzo ball. Like
2: did I not? <laughs> You did. He did try to tell him. You made fun every time Lonzo sh- shot a free throw, <laughs> and you would always tell yeah. Kyler.
5: That is, that is, you know,
2: that's very generous saying that he shot free throws. I mean. Let's not make fun. Lonzo improved, and then he got the knee injury, and he hasn't played in like two years now. Yeah. He was he was playing well when he was playing. It's
5: very he was all right. He was all yeah, right. Well. He, he wasn't was second coming. And listen, <laughs> people were like, oh, well, yeah, but. LeVar the reason. No, I didn't care about Lavar. I thought Lavar was funny. I thought he was hilarious as hell. Like, I just thought that Lonzo was incredibly overrated. I thought that it was just not, he, he wasn't good. Uh, okay, wasn't as good as where he was drafted, second overall. I mean, don't you think the Lakers wish they would have drafted Jason Tatum now? Well, or De'Aaron Fox?
2: But really? then maybe LeBron doesn't come there if they have one. I'd,
5: I'd rather them drafted
2: TJ Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have worked out. Too Probably well. not. But they, they used Lonzo. I used Lonzo to trade for Anthony Davis. So, like in the end, kind of worked. They couldn't have used Jason Tatum to trade for anybody else. Like That would have been a bigger failure, though, if they traded I Jason don't, Tatum. Uh, I, don't,
5: I don't like that because I once said. Man, the free agency in 2016 screwed everything up, and I loved it. I thought it was hilarious because NBA teams were just like Joe Kim Noah. He's kind of washed. Let's give him 20 million. Lou Alding. He's got no legs underneath him anymore. 20 million. And uh, Alding got like 40 million. Bless him. It was it was insane. (laughs) It was insane. God, who is the guy? The European dude, the, the Lakers signed. Mozgov.
2: Okay. Yeah, Timothy Mozgov. Literally, all, all they
5: had to do was not sign Timothy Mozgov. That's <laughs> it. And the, the, I think they would have won at least two NBA titles if they simply did not sign Timothy Mozgov. And people go, oh, how the heck did that happen? Well, because they gave him $16 million a year and then had to unload him and then to get rid of him, they had to trade D'Angelo Russell. They got Kuzma and Brooke Lopez. Yeah, that's fine. But listen, that just set off a chain reaction of bad money deals. It didn't work out. I always you could have got something better Lopez. for D'Angelo Russell,
2: I think. I always forget that Brooke Lopez was on the Lakers. Yeah. By the way, everybody, FMC tomorrow, I think at like mm. 10. We're starting a little bit later because I have something to do in the morning. Um, FMC tomorrow is our NBA season preview, so everybody can watch that.
5: But it's like, okay, Kuzma was a part of a five-man trade, but I wouldn't say that that's a result of D'Angelo Russell getting traded. You know what Kuzma I mean? Kuzma
2: was part of the Westbrook deal. He got traded know, for Westbrook. Yeah.
5: That worked out great, right? <laughs>
2: that rules Worked out
5: me. wonderful. Oh, okay. Hilarious. And, um, <laughs> I mean, listen, I know that there were some issues because of D'Angelo Russell uh, being, I think he ratted on somebody. Yeah, you
2: know, he he he. Um, he told on he somebody who was, no
5: longer, who was no longer on the team.
2: No, no, yeah. Nick Young was still on the team at the time. Yeah, who cares? Was- he was Swaggy there. P and uh Swaggy P he outed him as a cheater on Iggy Azalea. Well, here's the great thing. They did all that shit just to get D'Angelo Russell
5: back. Think <laughs> that about all out.
2: that.
5: It worked out. All that stuff. Check out the butterfly effect of that bullshit. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you know, and they got, at least they got Jared Vanderbilt. Cause I, I thought he, I think he's very underrated. Honestly, it's good.
2: I like the Lakers this year. They're going to, they're going to be, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough.
5: How do you think the Toronto Raptors are going to do on this wrestling show? Never heard
1: of them. <laughs> I'm wearing the shirt of a team that's one in four. How do you think? Yeah, I'm- we're wearing
2: hockey shirts over here. <laughs> Undefeated 2022 Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche, by the way. Undefeated for
5: the last uh, 20 plus years, Taz. Is Some he? might say. Maybe, yeah. yeah.
1: Hey, uh, so Jericho said if he had an offer to do Broadway, he'd consider it. Okay, Vinny Pacifico Joel. wants to fight uh, Chris Jericho. Can we make that happen, Sean? Can we, uh, can we will that into existence? No. Well, I, but, um, it.
5: I just want to say Vinny is very much an accomplice in all the, the crazy bullshit I'm about to do. So,
0: Oh, dear. Is he? Is
2: think. he going to be there?
5: Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I feel like he'd be booked,
5: but... But, I mean, he's been very helpful. I love Vinny. Vinny yeah, is wonderful. He's great.
1: Wild human being in the best way possible. <laughs> Buddy, he
5: is. He he does not have blood. He's got G Fuel pumping through his veins. He just right.
2: runs on energy drinks. He
5: sent some of it, and it's it's sincerely fantastic. I like, finally
2: is- had to call him out on air to get some. I'm finally getting uh, a pack of... And, you know, his G Fuel manager, Eric, had to be here as well but i'm finally getting some g hopefully he's
5: mine before long but um i like i I hit an hour on the stairmaster twice this this week on that g fuel i was and then yesterday i only stopped because football was over i was just (laughs) bored i was i was going crazy i'm gonna do another hour tomorrow night good on you shaza messaged me and called me a psycho she's like what an hour why would you do an hour what but be- what benefit is there to that?
2: Get the, get the legs going. Get the get the legs in shape. Get the ass in shape. I assume that's what yep. the
5: Stairmaster does. do no. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well guys, I've taken up enough of your time. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: Bye, Sean. Bye-bye. Now what do we talk about? Do we talk about Lonzo Ball? Oh crap. the lights are out again. Uh, why can't we ever win? We need a Jeremy's got to get a backup generator, something to help him with this power outage issue. Will the lights come back? Oh my god! You know what's funny, by the way, <laughs> for some reason when you click off the the camera, it shows the last frame of you without the thing on, and then it puts the mask on. It just makes the bit that much worse. Anyway, who's this guy? This is this is a Star Wars thing. You know they talk, right? Oh, the force. Oh, I can't use the force. I'm really? I'm, I'm really out of touch with this force thing. There is raw tonight and we're going to preview it soon. I promise. We have a couple super chats to get to as well. Um, yeah, now we're going to talk about the real wrestling and all that fake basketball stuff, 16 games in the NHL going on tomorrow night too. That's going to be wild. Uh, I'm sure the Sens and sabers are going to be there. Um, and then, of course, on, on, on AEW, we saw the return of the devil. We should probably talk about that one. He's back. Took long enough. For two seconds, we saw the devil. And uh is he gonna be oh god, the lights go out again? Is it Sting? Is it Sabu? Who could it be? Is it the devil?
2: The devil, Joel. He's back. <laughs> the lights keep going out around here i don't know what's going on you gotta get
1: the backwoods ohio gotta get a generator i'm telling you
2: i mean everyone's seen my internet issues today and like throughout the history of this show so you know the devil's back they made sure to to bring that back after a couple of weeks so that's good glad they remembered that story looks like they put on some muscle since the last time we saw him. they've been hitting that gym to yeah, respect they, to the devil they put, a, to the they put a
1: neck thing on him so that nobody goes after the idea of who could be <laughs> neck mass neck they put on neck collars and stuff uh
2: you know it, it was good it was good um it was good that they they brought that back jay white looked very spooked out there and we will see where it goes i i assume they have some type of plan with it and as i said i think a lot of people said when this happened three weeks ago and the devil first attacked uh don't get married to the idea that the person in the devil mask is actually that person because as we saw now on saturday unless they did really hit the gym and they made they made great gains in just a couple of weeks so bless them uh Like it it was a different person, different body type underneath that mask. So who it
1: was, you know who it was. You want the exclusive? It was Sammy
2: Callahan. Oh, you think so? Sammy, yeah, yeah. Was the guy? I saw people getting mad that Sammy Callahan might be coming to AEW.
1: First of all, the man is a genius in a lot of in a lot of respects in wrestling. Some of his impact stuff wasn't always hitting with me, but like. The dude's very smart to this business. He's very good at booking his pro wrestling revolver, you know, indie. And he just he's he's very intelligent. I I just think a lot of people think about Solomon Crow and Death Machine and the draw, and they they just write him off. There's potential. So to
2: good job. You've named all of Sami Callahan's gimmicks and we're like, yeah, nobody likes this stuff.
1: <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I <I'm> merely insinuated. <laughs>
2: i don't i don't, I don't have an issue with, with sammy uh, he's very he's very well liked it seems by a lot of his peers john moxley obviously respects him he's very well liked by his peers he is very creative sometimes that creative needs to be a little harnessed when it comes to things i think i don't know if he's like a, a top top guy like when he was the top guy in impact some of the stuff was like okay but then some of it wasn't very good um like that, that ken shamrock stuff was like oh, okay this is something maybe rein that in a little bit but then he did he did some some good stuff. Like I think there's a place for Callahan. I don't know if that place is AEW, and it's not because like it's not because his stuff isn't AEW is a it is a variety show at this point. They can easily run that stuff um, and, and get away get away with it. Look like, look at all the stuff House of Black does. He can easily do all of that kind of stuff. I think my issue with him potentially joining AEW, and this isn't confirmed or anything. He was just backstage, which is. Fair enough. Everybody's backstage at some point, just visiting friends and whatnot. Doesn't mean they're signing any type of deal. Do we need to just bring another guy? In? Like, do we just, do we need to do that when there's already so much where people are complaining of like, this person's not used, that person's not used. We should be doing more with this person. We should be doing more with that person. You're going to bring in Callahan. You're going to have to use him for at least a little while to give him a TV spot because he's one of the new people. And then who's not going to get used because, of that and then when Callahan's not going to get used it's going to be oh you brought in Sammy you're not doing anything with him why don't you do more with Sammy why don't you do more with Sammy I don't think they need any big additions right now unless it is a kind of needle moving addition and you know Copeland was theoretically that guy you know, the stuff he's done ain't for me but theoretically that that's why you do bring in Adam Copeland uh, Sammy ain't really that guy this is where this is where roh is should be valuable though right like you could bring sammy in and make him make him like one of an roh focal point and give him stuff to do on roh this is where you should have value in roh by giving a lot of these people you aren't utilizing substantial stuff there instead of squash match squash match squash match athena squash match squash match squash match like that's what what ROH should be but it's not but uh, Sammy doing something there I could I could make some sense out of and and give some good stories for uh for for ROH and I understand that might not be like Sammy Callahan might not fit like the ROH style type of thing and I can see that argument as well but ROH at one point was like the best like melting pot in wrestling. It was a bunch of different styles
1: So You know what? I just realized that I didn't realize that Sammy Callahan and Jessica Havoc have been together for so long. Okay. That's a thing. I don't know. They're engaged, maybe married by now, but either way, that's a, that's a thing. Um, yeah, I just with Sammy, I would love for Sammy to come in as a creative mind, do a lot of creative things, not necessarily feature on TV. Instead, maybe he chooses to wrestle elsewhere. Because again, you if you're, if you're on one show, at least, you're able to focus your time on the show or whatever. And then hightail it to wherever you're working that weekend. That's where I could see Sammy doing it. But I also think Sammy would want to wrestle. He's 36. He's still young in the terms of, of wrestling. Um, does he want to wrestle full time? That's another question. If you bring him in and he does create a stuff, does... He take a Christopher Daniels type role? The age difference is much larger, but the point being CD shows up once in on a blue moon, wrestles on TV, has a good match, and then it's just like, oh, I can still do it. Sammy doesn't need to come in and necessarily be presented as this big star. He could very much come in, slot in, go in and out based on need and work creatively in the back and have a much bigger influence uh, on, on that. And I think that is where I see him most strongly. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, it's up to what he wants to do and what company offers him. He's also besties with Mox. Like that's yeah. the big thing that comes into it is he. Like if John Moxley says to Tony Khan tomorrow, "I want this guy," then guess who's going to be coming in tomorrow? Uh, that's going to be Sammy Callahan. So I don't know I'm interested, but again, creatively, the mind of Sammy Callahan is really strong. That's where I want to see it, His his use harnessed. Sammy Callahan
2: in House of Black spooky that's where they should go
1: with it sounds interesting welchism sent a super chat i could be wrong but it feels like oh wait, wait what happened to the other one? Oh, i missed it it's okay no i just i misread something wow joel pearl who uh... no, no 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 i thought i thought that it started with i could be wrong but it feels like aew but i had misread it it's nxt so this isn't a missed super chat this is just a timing thing anyway mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but it feels like NXT has the right mix of goofy stuff, great wrestlers, and people trying to get better at wrestling. Storyline can be hit or miss, but you can can tell that they try. And I agree with this. By and large, NXT has grown by leaps and bounds from what they did at 2.0. And black and gold is black and gold. We had that era whatever. It was what it was. But then we move into the developmental era and the NIL era of WWE developments. And since 2.0 has become whatever this is now, the orange and yellow uh and white and sometimes black as well since they've moved into this new revolution or evolution of nxt it has gotten stronger and and it is a little goofy but it's also a better developmental system than i think it's ever been i don't know if you agree with that or not
2: nxt is the closest thing we've had to the attitude era in wrestling history joel
1: thank you sean (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for absolutely ruining the rest of my day.
2: Uh, Anything else you want to bring up, Shawn Michaels? No, that's all. We'd love to have CM Punk here. I don't make that decision. That's right. He'd be great for all the kids out there. He's probably a lot about the wrestling business, but I didn't get Sean Shawn Michaels on these media calls, rules. He's absolutely awesome on these things
1: it's true he's actually very entertaining because he just he doesn't have the training and he doesn't give a damn but he also speaks honestly but like in the i don't know in
2: just the most comfortable
1: way i like sean for that plus sean
2: knows sean knows he's I don't know, like nobody's untouchable or anything but it feels like sean kind of knows he's untouchable and it's just like yeah i'm gonna say this nothing's blowing back on me like other people kind of answer these questions everyone loves sean michaels <laughs> you rolls.
1: He does. We have uh, we have one last super chat, and that's going to bring us into our Monday Night Raw preview. So Will Chisholm sent one in saying, uh, I got to ask, what do people hate Dirty Dom like it's a shoot? Why do people hate Dirty Dom like it's a shoot? I understand he's not his dad, but I think he's getting better in the ring. I agree, Will Chisholm. Honestly, I think that a lot of the hatred has come from two very specific people who do a Raw review behind the paywall every Monday night, uh, Alex and Kate, by the way um oh. they they're very much not a dom fan and then they get to do it on tuesday nights on the main channel and then they get to do it again i guess on fridays or saturdays beyond paywall again and that's not me calling out alex and kate i'm just saying that they are the two most like people they're the two most the foremost haters of dirty dom mysterio i think he's gotten better over Is time it two or four yes i think that it has been beneficial to see him work with the judgment day as they are now i think he's been gaining so much traction he's not perfect but he's growing into his own wrestler and i appreciate that
2: they also don't like jeff jarrett so clearly their taste in wrestling is garbage and you shouldn't listen to them
1: yeah just haters complete haters
2: (laughs) nah like whatever whatever they don't like dom They, they don't like dom that's that's fine. Uh, I don't see... I see some hate. Like, his ring work... His ring work is what it is, right? Like, he'll have good matches against good wrestlers, and then if he's asked to lead a match, it's probably not going to go that great. But you put him in there with... Again, you put him in there with Dragonov, You put him in there with Ray. Yeah, he's going to have really good matches. Um, and the promo stuff, he's, he's out there just... He's a good WWE wrestler. I don't know what more people want. He's a very good WWE wrestler and he's in WWE. So that's what matters.
1: Yeah. I'm going to bring up this from Jeff Valley driver. Kate is also CM Punk and Yankees fan. So her judgment is questionable. That's true. I agree. Uh, I broke her CM Punk fandom all live on the air one week. So we got that going for us. That was the, uh, the, the, the beginning of the end of the CM Punk saga
2: was three like, months ago when you last did a show
1: <laughs> yes three months ago when we last did a show did good numbers that episode too anyway it
2: always does it always always i want you guys to do it more
1: i know we need to get back anyway <laughs> raw preview new day takes on the alpha academy that's gonna be good stuff i'm looking forward to that
2: yeah that'll be good <laughs>
1: yeah uh that's ju- the judgment day revel once again in becoming the undisputed tag team champions. And also Jey Uso goes head to head with Damien Priest. Oh, the lights go out again. Who could it be? Is it Sting? Is it Sabu? It's Joel (laughs) (laughs) Last time we brought you up, Jeremy had a meltdown.
3: Hi, Joel, it is I. (laughs) the lambs hi lambs how are you doing on this monday joel
1: feeling real awkward asking people to send a thumbs up before we finish this show
3: the lambs is here to give you all the scoops in the world of professional wrestling the lambs has been working very hard behind the scenes to get all the scoops
1: yeah, it's been a while since we saw you, Lambs. You okay? Let me
3: tell you this, Joel Pearl. WWE Raw tonight. This is L5 right here. Becky Lynch, Indy Hartwell. Becky Lynch gonna win. Becky Lynch defeat Indy Hartwell tonight on WWE Raw. L5, everybody.
1: It's not a bit. This is, unfortunately, a way of life. Yeah.
3: Everybody wanna know... About the CM Punk. Everybody asking about the CM Punk, Joe Pearl. Look in my eyes. Joe Pearl. What do you see?
1: Looking for excuses to get out. Lambs
3: at. of personality! The lambs! This hell too! Everybody from the Lambs on the CM Punk, he gonna be in the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble in Tampa, Florida. Tickets on sale now for the Royal Rumble. CM Punk gonna be in the Royal Rumble. All right, everybody, get ready. CM Punk coming to the WWE Royal Rumble. L2!
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, L2. Hey, Lambs, is it true that you had COVID and that's why you were off the air for weeks?
3: The Lambs cannot confirm the COVID. Lambs had his COVID shot. Everybody go out get your COVID shot.
1: Logan Paul is going to be on the show. Not our show. Logan Paul!
3: He got a podcast. Not as successful as the Lambs,
1: though. Yeah, I think his podcast is pretty successful, Lambs.
3: Not as successful as the Lambs.
1: Really? How's your viewership? L1. As in there's only one person watching it?
3: Everybody loved the lambs. Nobody loved Logan Paul.
1: No, that's fair. I get that one. Drew McIntyre is gonna take Sami Zayn on in a match one-on-one. Hey, is, is Drew McIntyre turning heel lambs? Get the scoop.
3: Oh, you want a Drew McIntyre scoops, huh? Let the Lambs tell you. He got a big Drew McIntyre source. All right. Very big in the very big in the UK. He talked to the source all the time in the UK. He knew all the things about Drew McIntyre. This is L3. Everybody, Drew McIntyre, WWE Crown Jewel. Drew McIntyre, he win! He win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship from Seth Rollins at the WWE Crown Jewel. Joseph McIntyre, new WWE World Heavyweight Champion at the WWE Crown Jewel. That's L3, everybody, L3!
1: So, he's not turning heel? Oh, the lights are off. Is this is this lambs is gone? We're done with lambs. Well, this is probably the best time. Of, oh, damn it! Oh, no, he's gone. Okay, bye, lambs. Oh, Joel, wow.
2: Um, power very bad here. Yeah, Three lights out.
1: We got to figure out your power situation. That, yeah, that happens. We got to get you something. Uh, it, I mean, I, I, I don't have anything to
2: add. What I, are we talking about? We we're don't
1: we're talking previews? about raw. We were doing we raw, and uh, lambs showed up. and gave us the scoops, oh, tried to. He's
2: very good at that. Very good.
1: Yeah, you know, he's yeah. very present. That 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 was the Raw preview, though. I don't know if you want to add Logan Paul or Drew McIntyre or Becky Lynch or any of that stuff happening.
2: Raw seems fine tonight. I don't know.
1: It's better than SmackDown. We didn't even talk about SmackDown from this past Friday. It yeah, Roman Reigns
2: wasn't on SmackDown, so who cares?
1: He's back this Friday, so we'll talk yeah. about that and a whole whack more Wednesday and Friday. We're getting in the weeds as we always do, 10 a.m. till noon. Jeremy Lambert,
2: go do the things. Follow me on Twitter. I actually want followers now so I can get this sweet Twitter engagement money. Engage with all of my tweets. Like or subscribe. I don't have a Twitter subscription thing. Uh, Comment, retweet. I don't care. I'm doing engagement bait tweets. Please engage with them and boost them up so I can get a bunch of Twitter money, everybody. So follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Lambert 88 that's at Jeremy Lambert 88 please follow me so I can get the Twitter engagement cash I got bills to pay I got mouths to feed Joel
1: um paypal.me slash
2: Joel that doesn't work
1: you can pay me though.
2: I got vodka to buy for myself, not oh, for the children, not for your Let children. the record show, not for the children.
1: Well, I have vodka to buy for myself that my child can then find somewhere in a closet that I didn't lock up properly. I am at Joel Pearl, J O E L P E R L. While you're going here, leave a thumbs up, tell your friends about this show because we're weirdos who do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 10 a.m. till noon, get your thumbs up and enjoy the show until then plenty of content dropping here. So we'll see you next time. Ladies, gentlemen, friends behind the binary. We'll see you then. Cheers.